Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Friday, January 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania State Police are looking for a man who they say showed a 12-year-old girl a pornographic video on his phone and then asked her to engage in sexual acts with him. The superintendent of Garnet Valley School District, Dr. Mark uh, Bertrando, said that Tuesday afternoon, one of the middle school students was approached by a man on Rebecca's Lane near Thornton Road in the township after she got off the school bus. Police said the man pulled his vehicle near the victim after she got off the bus and showed her the sexually explicit video on his phone. The man then asked her if she would engage in sexual acts with him. The girl got home safely and reported it to her mother according to the district superintendent. State police said they're now increasing patrols in the area. School bus drivers have been told to be more vigilant by the district and parents are being urged to have that important conversation with their children about stranger danger. It's got to be the parental nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. State police said the car was being driven uh, by a man described, I'm sorry, the car was a cream colored sedan. The man is described as a Hispanic or Asian man in his mid to late 40s. He had short black hair and a beard wearing a baseball cap. If you have any information, you're asked to contact state police. Three 911 supervisors were fired and seven operators resigned after sharing an alcohol spiked drink while working on New Year's Eve, officials said. The employees violated longstanding county policy when they drank eggnog spiked with alcohol to ring in the new year. A Lehigh County General Services Director said the Lehigh County Communications Center is budgeted for 53 operators and 10 supervisors. Losing these 10 people affects our morale, the director said. We're working diligently to hire and train new people and coordinate with our county's fire and uh, police chiefs to minimize the impact until the new hires start their jobs. Lehigh County Commissioner Dan Hartzell said that the toast sounded innocuous to him, but he understood and respected the decision made by the administrators. I I assume, obviously, that's a job on which you have to have maximum clarity and, and, uh, you know, was it just a little a misstep? I I mean, listen, I don't... Would an admonishment work or is it just ironclad, any infraction gets you fired? Well, that, I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I thought, okay, I understand. Of course, you can't drink alcohol and, and work that job. Right. It was New Year's Eve. They had a toast. I know. If that's all it was. Yeah, I know. But for 911, it's zero tolerance. Yeah. Well, so that's so uh, understood. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, what I was thinking is couldn't they have been, like, suspended for a little while? Did they have to fire all of them? If, they, mean, were, if so. they were aware that it was, a, a like, a brick wall, you do it, you're out. Well, the bottom, was what, what, what happens is if, if there's some kind of emergency and somebody messed up and that had come down, then yeah. a whole lot yeah, yeah, yeah. of people would have lost their jobs, no, whole, everybody. So. You're right, yep. yep. Yeah, they, so uh, they said that it's a clear violation of county policy. It was determined we cannot let this become a slippery slope. Uh, so the 911 center handles emergency calls for Allentown and surrounding, uh, surrounding municipalities, but they're trying to uh, replace all these people, get them trained and on the job. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney is threatening the mummers by saying the longtime tradition will be over if changes are not made. Kenny sent the letter to the heads of the Mummers Division requesting a meeting saying the future of the parade could be in jeopardy following an incident involving blackface at this year's parade. During the parade, a member of the Froggy Car in the uh, Wench Brigade and another person were accused of wearing blackface. Froggy Car was later disqualified from the competition. Kenny says more needs to be done. The future of the parade is in jeopardy if Mummers leadership does not take uh, does not make immediate changes to make uh, to uh, better control the parade and organize our yourselves. 
themselves. To be specific, I will explore options such as hosting the city's own New Year's Day parade or changing the city's policy regarding informal cost forgiveness applicable to cultural parades, said the mayor in the letter. Last night before I went to bed, I took some medicine and I started smoking a brisket and I was thinking about it. Say that right. I'm going to keep going. Is that what was supposed Steve's to be? Steve's referring to a live commercial that Kathy did a moment ago. We looked at each other like, huh? What? Right? Just a usual nighttime okay. routine at the house. Sure. Yeah. You guys remember what our original take on this story was when it was just like, eh. <laughs> Yeah. Kenny says, uh, so Kenny says more needs to be done. A date for the meeting has not yet been set. The letter outlines several request changes to ensure a more orderly parade and accountability for when participants violate those rules and uh, bigoted actions. It is therefore critical that you take decisive steps to end this behavior for good, the mayor says. In sports this morning. Sixers guard Josh Richardson is expected to be reevaluated in two weeks for a strained left hamstring and could be out of the lineup until after the All-Star break. Richardson suffered the injury in the first first quarter of Wednesday's loss to the Raptors. The Sixers are back home tomorrow night and will face LeBron James and the LA Lakers, who have the best record in the Western Conference. Tip-off for the nationally televised game is at 8.30. Sixers center Joel Embiid was named an All-Star for the third consecutive season. Starters were determined by the votes of fans, media members, and players. Embiid has averaged 23 points. 4 points, 12.3 rebounds, and 3.3 assists per game, but has been sidelined for the past eight games with a torn ligament in his right ring finger, uh, I'm sorry, in his ring finger on his left hand. If Embiid is unable to play in the All-Star game, which will take place on February 16th in Chicago, then the league will select an injury replacement. And it's been over a month since the news broke that Flyers forward Oscar Lindblom has been diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, a rare form of cancer that develops in the bone. Yesterday, Lindblom was able to be back skating on the ice at the Flyers practice facility. He will continue to go through treatments and will miss the rest of the season. The Flyers are off uh, for the All-Star break and they'll return to action a week from tonight with a game in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, Welcome. Welcome to the end of the week. Uh, I'd like to start off this uh, morning's program with an apology. Uh, to my friend Casey Boy, who I was a little short with this morning. <laughs> Were you? Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you can explain, Price, right, but so I, I under, I, I understand. You got, you. No okay. All right. Good. I wanted to make sure there was no uh, bad blood between us. I, I went to, I, I had to use the restroom. I had to go make. Did big, he see your balls again? I know. I had to go make big potties this okay. morning, uh, and and I, I try, I try. If I, if I can't not poop at work, I don't poop at work. I like my solitude. I like to be alone. And while I was headed off to the bathroom, I'm like, well. At least it's about 10 minutes after 4 a.m. Nobody should be in the bathroom. This would be great. I get my own time. I go in. I sit down. I'm doing my business. And then I hear the door open, and Casey comes in. I didn't know it was Casey. First, I hear the door, and, well, maybe they're just going to pee, and they'll be in and out yeah. real quick, and I can go about my business. But I hear the stall open next door, and, and then I hear, hey, man. And I'm like, oh. And I go, I'm sorry. I don't talk while I poop. And I and I, I got up and left, and I went upstairs to another bathroom. You finished uh, elsewhere. I tried to, but yeah. I was poop shy by then, and oh, it didn't happen. But, yeah. you know, of, oh, of, of all poop? the bathrooms in the entire building at 410 in the morning, I thought I would be free. It's kind of like being at a concert, and the only people that stand up right. in the entire venure are the are people that are right in front of you. Yeah, I was like, no. ah. 
I but hear I was, you. I, I, I'm sorry about no, that. But you had, a bit, you had I, a bit I, of an emergency, so. Yeah, there was no uh, uh, there was no option for me but to go to that bathroom. Uh. In fact, when I opened it and I saw that the stall door was closed, I was like, God damn it. Wait, by the way, you're both here at 410 in the morning? Oh, yeah. I was here before. Well, well, I, we get here no, at I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 510. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Casey gets God. here at 430. Yeah. 510. Wait, I, Bill, but still, I figured it'd be free. It was 410, right? If Bill's yeah, listening? Bill's listening. No, 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 no. Yeah. Bill doesn't expect to be here at 4 10. <laughs> Screw that. No, 5 10. We don't start until 6. Uh, anyway. But uh, Preston and I are cycling together now. So <laughs> Yeah, we are. <laughs> are you But are you finished? Did you finish up? I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. I finished then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, I, I'm, I don't feel good. Yeah. You don't, you don't feel good? Was... Really? You don't feel good either. Casey, no, I would. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you look you like you're a little worried. You look terrible. <laughs> well, Thank he looks you. a little rundown like me. I went to bed. At seven o'clock last night. Oh my night. goodness! So I, we were uh, Rochelle oh, wanted to go out great. to get a bite to eat. We did, and right before we went, I took. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to get a good night's sleep tonight because I've been sick. So I took Nyquil. By the time we got home, dude, <laughs> it was six thirty, and I'm like, I am going to bed. I was wasted. Yeah. Were you? Oh my god! Yeah. From the Nyquil. Sometimes yeah. it does it, and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, and, and this one hit it. me. And I was in bed and asleep by 7 p.m. That just wipes me out. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did you take it before dinner? Yeah. So you took it on an empty stomach. Yeah. And uh, that'll do it. If you took oh. it after dinner, then you, yeah. you, it wouldn't have put you in a coma like you did. It still would have knocked you out. And you Take it with some other drugs. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so so anyway, and, and I still, I would think you'd think I'd wake up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, yeah. but I'm No, I'm and that's why, I don't like, I, that's why I don't like NyQuil, because it, I wake up, like, groggy. Yeah, but I'm, I needed it. I had I, I'm, If you, if you I'm, want to I'm, sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm full-on sick right yep. now, so something's going on. I feel like I'm hovering on a perpetual sneeze. You know, okay, just before that. a sneeze, yeah, oh. and it's uh, and I, 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 it's this thing that's going around. Dude. It's not incapacitating; it's just simply annoying. Yep. When I sneeze, it hurts my my whole torso. Uh, oh man, no. uh, yeah. Right. Make you I made I made the mistake. Oh, it, like I I was like I'm gonna bend over and sneeze like yeah. into the toilet at oh. home, and I thought I had cracked my entire rib cage in half. I, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. We're in that condition, and hey, at least, yeah, yeah, at least ride, we're yeah. having Rich Voss by today. He'll be sympathetic and understanding. <laughs> he probably won't even come into the room no, no, no. knowing him that we're sick. But anyhow, Rich is going to be at Helium, so he's stopping by this morning. We're also going to talk to Dorothy, the lead singer of the band Dorothy. Um, uh, their third album is in production, but she's gonna, actually going to talk about breast implants. She had hers removed because she was having complications with them, and you're hearing about this uh, more and more you often. You do. You do hear about it. Yeah, so she's going to speak about that, so we will talk to her later on in the 8 o'clock hour. Speaking of the 8 o'clock hour, uh, we have easy money. Yeah! $1,000 to give away, so your chance to win some cash, cold, hard cash this morning on the Preston and Steve Show. We have Lee's Hoagie's House stopping by for a meet and eat. We'll have some giveaways with those guys and more. So let's take a break, come back in a second, and we'll do the uh, the stupid question and the entertainment report when we return. It is Friday. We got that going for us. Stay there. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
So we got another pair of tickets to give away to see Cal Penn uh, at the Keswick Theater coming up on February 1st with a stupid question. Uh, not all of the European countries use the euro, and one of them would be Switzerland. What currency does Switzerland use? Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. Switzerland uses what currency? Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR, our number I'll mention some birthdays while we're waiting for the call. Today is January 24th. Misha Barton. Yes. Is 34 in movies like uh, The Sixth Sense when she was a kid and uh, Notting Hill, uh, but she was on The O.C. as well. And then they uh, they rebooted The O.C. Uh, they did something, yeah, and she was on that as well. Yep. Uh, Ed Helms of The Office and uh, He's great. The Hangover movies as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrating his 46th birthday today. And uh, was a damn good Rusty Griswold in the... Uh, yeah. I agree. I agree, yep. Vacation movie. I, I, I wasn't... I went into it not really wanting to like it, and I did. Yep. Uh, then we have uh, Matthew Lillard, a big one for him today. He's uh, 50 years old. They started off in movies like Scream and She's All That. Went on to be Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I wonder how much he made off those Scooby-Doo movies, because I think he he poured it over to the animated uh, series, right? The specialty? I don't know. Once yeah. Casey and the Casey Kasem passed? Yeah, he, he does the voice still, Steve. Yeah. Yep. Oh, good for him. That's cool, because he did, he really, he, was he, good. Ma- he managed to, to capture the, oh, the essence of it. <laughs> Sweet. Guess whose birthday's coming up. Neil oh. <laughs> Diamond. Hey. Neil Diamond is awesome. So he good. is uh, yeah, yeah. 79 years old today. Yeah. Man. What? I I just, I, you know, I had like, I a, like a tick and... No. Oh, you hit it too early. That's I all right. Hit, I hit too oh, it's early. okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. You ruined it. Uh, I did ruin it. <laughs> uh, so many great songs over the years. Uh, not only for himself, but for other musicians as well. Like the Monkees. Yep. He's, uh, he's, a, uh, he's the real deal. He can sing. He can write. He can do the whole thing. Great performer as well. But retired a couple of years ago, right? He did, yeah. I guess there's medical issues yeah. that are, are uh, extenuating, but... One of my favorite performances of his is seen in The Last Waltz. He gets up on stage because Robbie uh, Robertson produced the Beautiful Noise album. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, nice. Uh, but yeah, he's, once you go through his catalog, you're like, oh yeah, he did that. Oh yeah, and that yeah. one. And, yeah, uh, he's the real deal. Yep, so 79 years old today. Happy birthday. The great Neil Diamond. Natasha Kinski, uh, the actress yeah. in uh, movies like Cat People. Where she's naked 90% of the time. Yeah, she's 59 today. Uh, Michael uh, Otkin, that's how you say his last name. He was in Twin Peaks. Also, uh, he was, besides Paul Newman, he was the lead in Slapshot. He was really good. Yeah, he Really was. good in that movie. Yeah. And he was also on a series called The Rookies on ABC yeah. years ago. Correct. And they rebooted that thing. Yeah, he celebrates his 74th birthday today, so happy birthday. Uh, American star, Olympic gold medal winning gymnast, Mary Lou Retton, is 52. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. We're around the same age, so. Did she ever appear on the $6 million man? He had, he had a, remember he had a run where he would have, like he had, uh, he had a couple of Olympians on the show. Remember. Yeah. I think, no, you know what, Steve, she would have been too young probably. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same age, I was a kid watching that right. show. She was 84, right? That, but was she, big, that was the Olympics for her? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, She had a big, toothy smile. Yes. This is the thing I loved about her. She was <laughs> she, super cute. She did play, what, Tiny Tim in Scrooge? Yes. She did, yeah. 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 Uh, so she celebrates her 52nd birthday today. We're looking at a picture of her. Wow, the outfit. 
the crotch there on <laughs> not, on her outfit is just flirting with uh, her genitals. Yeah, Do, that's not like that anymore, right? They're a lot, little bit more conservative, isn't it? I think they, they wear uh, like don't they wear like leggings around that stuff? Around so that the bushes stuff. and hanging uh, out. So I don't her, think her so. big hairy no. bushes, so her bushes and, and flying in the judges' faces. I don't know, but anyhow. <laughs> Uh, she's celebrating her 52nd birthday today. Uh, Aaron Neville, Steve. Uh, yes. The Neville Brothers. Yeah, he uses that uh, falsetto. Great voice. He's a little bit, he has, you know how Eddie Vedder has his unique vibrato. Yes. Yeah. Aaron Neville does too. Eddie's is like uh like you put one of those vibrating belts around his waist, <laughs> like a magic like fingers that. bed. But uh, but Aaron Neville is his very breathy. You know where he comes from? These little gaps in between each note. The berry on his head is where that sound comes from. I didn't know. Yeah, that. it's a, it's it's almost like a like a wah wah pedal, Preston. Above his right eye, yeah, he yeah. has a uh, like a birthmark. Uh, so he is celebrating his 79th birthday today. And then the last birthday I saw is Tatiana Ali. Ah. Uh. From the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh. Uh, she is 41 today. She was the youngest. She right? was, I've yeah. I've forgotten all the names yeah, of the characters yeah. on Fresh Prince, but uh, she, I always thought she was pretty adorable. Uh, so happy birthday, 41 years old, to Tatiana and, Ali. And uh, happy early birthday to you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. <laughs> Casey was trying to do his uh, happy birthday to you. I was not trying to do it. No, we're not going to do it. Tomorrow? Uh, yeah, it's tomorrow. Happy birthday. Thank you. What, uh, it's not a, a, we did a milestone nah, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's yeah, 52. Yeah. 52 years old. It's a nothing birthday, so we're not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, but thank you, guys. I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, Switzerland uh, does not use the euro. It uses what currency? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Mark for the answer. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, what's the currency they use in Switzerland, please? Is it the franc? The franc, yes. Yeah! Swiss franc. Hang on, Mark. Get your info. Going to give you a pair of tickets to see comedian Cal Penn Saturday, February 1st at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. And tickets go on sale. Well, they're on sale now. You can click contest at WMMR.com for the complete information. So we're going to start with Harvey Weinstein. Actress Annabelle uh, Sciorra testified, Annabella actually yes. is her last name, Sciorra uh, testified yesterday about how Harvey uh, raped her in her apartment 27 years ago. She told the jury, I was wearing that nightgown and he, as I was trying to get him off me, uh, she said I was punching him, I was kicking him and he took my hands and put them over my head. Uh, she held her hands over her head and faced the jurors, she clasped her wrists together Uh, She explained that she couldn't fight anymore because he had my hands locked. He got on top of me and he raped me. Uh, She continued saying it was just so disgusting that my body started to shake in a way that was very unusual. I didn't really even know what was happening. It was like a seizure. Uh, Her emotional testimony is considered a key part in Weinstein's rape trial. He's facing charges of raping uh, a woman in Manhattan in a Manhattan hotel room in 2013 and performing a forcible sex act on another woman in 2006. She's one of six women who are being permitted to testify in connection to the case. Although uh, more than 80 women have shared stories of misconduct, including rape about Weinstein, he denies the allegations of wrongdoing and is pleading not guilty. Yeah, they said she was a, uh, a super powerful witness. Like she was very yeah. 
you know, able to convey the message, the horror, her description was very uh, palpable, you know. Okay. So, do, do you think if a, an actor is up on the stand that that helps? They, they're used to public I speaking. I and, can't see where it would hurt. Yeah, yeah they, they, they have those chops that makes it, uh, the, that allows you to convey your story better. And if you're going to be a witness, it requires some rehearsal. I mean, you have yeah. to know what you're going to say when you get up there. They so. do rehearse witnesses. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that obviously is just getting started. It's going to continue for a while. Yes. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle appear to be facing the future with glee. Oh. Sources tell Us Weekly that Harry has been miserable for years. And now I feel great! One insider says Harry's been unhappy in the royal family for years. Harry's late mother, of course, Princess Diana. Uh, her butler, Paul Burrell, says that Harry is eager to get out of the royal shadow. He said, I doubt he'll miss being royal. He... Uh, yes, he was born a prince, but his long-term ambition is to be known as a humanitarian like his mother. So he's excited. He's yeah. jumping all over the palace grounds. I guess I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> this is what I'm calling. They'll be back. You think so? Yes. Back in the royal family? Yes, they I think they're going to get a little taste of... Uh, real life? Kind of real life. Oh, yeah. Real life it's starts getting real. It's still not going to be real life. It's not going to be enough. No, but right. it's not going to be real life, but they're going They're going to come back. <laughs> what, what, what kind of time period do you think? Mm. Five years? Five years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A- around there. It could be... I would you say, get the goddamn phone? It's <laughs> not going to be over five. <laughs> they're starting to have real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Real life yeah. arguments. Uh, I'm with you, Kath. I think I think they'll be back in the uh, uh, in an official capacity eventually. Uh, so I'm I'm with you on that. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has said that they will lose their official HRH royal titles, Her Royal Highness, His yes. Royal Highness, uh, and will no longer be funded by taxpayer money. Harry's father, Prince Charles, has reportedly offered to pay for their security for the next year. Uh, Harry and Meghan are reportedly quite eager to pay their own bills once the money starts coming in. It's going to be such fun to pay our bills. What, what have the motivations? <laughs> Just like the riffraff does. How exciting. <laughs> so <laughs> fun. Trust me, it's not fun. Yeah. I'm what? just like you, the little people. <laughs> One of the motivations... I just balanced our checkbook. ...for leaving the royal family were rules preventing the pair from making money off Hollywood, and now that those barriers are removed, the former Suits star is ready to hit the ground running again. They already shot an It's Always Sunny episode. (laughs) Wow. That's cool. That'd be great. There was an episode of of The Crown this season where the Prince Philip was talking about that, you know, they had to cut back, and the the yacht that they had was, uh, you know, they needed a smaller yacht, and they were trying to tighten, tighten the purse strings, and it's... Kind of similar to what these guys are going through now. It is. You know what, though? If you want to speak to what he's about, he went off and he he wanted to, uh, he became a, 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 a helicopter pilot and did the full deal. Harry? I mean, yeah, yeah. So, he, I mean, he's he went uh, to active service. I don't know how active it is being a member of the of the royal family, but he, he went down and, and, yeah, and he, went into the military. So, it, it's, um, you know, he, he he's had this edge to him. We'll see how it works out. But I agree. I think five years is when... Everything starts to come back, and in some form, they rejoin a little more, bit uh, more robustly with the royal family. Yeah, I think that's uh, not too far off the mark. Maybe they need to go to Disney World together. Netflix is reportedly interested in working with the pair, by the way, and they're also seeking out TV deals to make documentaries oh highlighting social and humanitarian causes. It could be in Stranger Things Season 4, Preston. <laughs> uh, it's a demogorgon. Uh, because the pair... 
I know. It looks like a walking vagina. Uh, because the pair will be living in North America and the UK, their security costs are expected to spiral into the millions. I work at a place called Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> they are currently staying in Vancouver, and more than 80,000 Canadians have signed a petition stipulating that uh, Canadian taxpayers won't get stuck with their security bills. Wouldn't that be the greatest cameo in, in yeah, history yeah. if he turns around and the manager of was it Scoops Ahoy, right? Yeah. Scoops Ahoy is Prince Harry. Wearing his little sailor's uniform. Make sure you top off that ripple. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, listen. I uh, I have to say, after seeing this story, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. All right. And uh, I, I thought they were legitimately doing this. But anyhow, I'll, I'll lay this out there. A Twitter user posted a video yeah. of James Corden riding around with Justin Bieber for an upcoming episode of the Carpool Karaoke series. And fans are freaking out as it turns out Corden is not actually driving in the segment. They are being pulled by a truck while they do it. No. How dare they do this bit safely? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not even, that's not, even, like yes. you can't drive. You could absolutely sing. drive and sing. In fact, I think that's one of the, the big conceits of the thing. Agreed. That, that's, uh, and that's part of the deal. Yeah, but they're I doing, s- like, he, no, you know no. what I mean? He's like dancing, he's acting, he's. What about the taxi really cab game? The, the game that they held in the taxi cab. Yeah, cab, uh, the, yeah. Uh, what was the name cash of cab? Goddamn, the uh, cash cab. He drove around and he was conducting a, a contest with yeah, those this people. Yeah, this is this is disappointing to me because, because it's I, like it's like a movie set. I I I honestly thought that he and Paul McCartney yes. went out for a drive, just God. the two of them. So the deal is there's there's a few other people involved. I thought it was more personal than that. My perception was they were driving around and there was like a, a, a trail car and a car perhaps ahead of sure. them, uh, kind of checking the conditions yeah, and, and listening and to the audio. And the way they sure do it with the comedians works. in cars. Yeah, the, the, it, Jerry's not- driving around and he's conducting an interview it's not being pulled behind a truck so yep. it's not as genuine for you now it's it's a, a complete lie <laughs> yeah i i think it's disappointing i don't i, I don't, don't even mind. think they're singing i don't mind it but i i see i see where you're coming from i'll still watch it and laugh but well, you're almost agreeing with me this morning, no no, Kathy. no i'm not okay <laughs> never mind <laughs> uh no i'm right so uh yeah well tw- the reason to press them then then just do it on the, on the set uh, just, do, just, just take the car. That is the set. No, sit, sit the car in front of a green screen on the set of the Late Show. Yeah, and have the 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 you know the the green screen of traffic moving by, and then they sit in the car and sing. Yeah, the point of it is, is that you're driving around. Like I mean, you're, you're, they like, are still driving around. No, they're, they're not. Being driven they're around. riding around. Yeah, uh, I wonder, a, is anybody else? In the car with them? No, that I don't think so. No, I no. guess not. It's probably see a door from the back. Or but something. I mean, if you're, you know, it's it's the, the whole conceit is like you are with your friend in the car, and you guys have a great song on the radio, and you start singing together. And uh, part of that is somebody's driving. So uh, tweet storms have been erupting ever since about this. Uh, somebody had posted the, the person who initially posted said saw James Corden and Justin Bieber. Filming carpool karaoke, and this is why I have trust issues. He isn't even driving. Trust issues. And uh, they said, next thing you know, they're going to tell us that uh, his friends don't actually need a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that part, yes, I I let him have that, that it's all set up. I think I I love it so much, I don't. I don't want to be disappointed in okay. it. You know what I mean? I don't love it enough for it to not be actually driving. That's not my thing. I think it's cute, but I always like to, hey, this is kind of cool that they're yeah. driving around, and that was an element of it. For, for me, it was part of the cell. Steve, they're just like us. They're just like us. That's what I was thinking. That's like when we do the camp out for hunger. We we actually can't, we're actually on the site. Yeah. Because that's part of the deal. You said the promise. We're going to camp out. 
One social media user tweeted, it should be called Carpool Carry. Yeah, <laughs> man. Snap them with you. Damn. Damn limeys. In the uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, the, the car part of it is a se- is part of the segment, too. Yeah. You know, Jerry will highlight the car that they have, and they'll be driving around in that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is more just, hey, I'm in a Range Rover. and Being pulled or, by a truck. Exactly. Uh, Jessica Simpson is not holding back in her new aptly titled memoir, Open Book, in excerpts shared with people. She opened up about her relationship with singer John Mayer, and it sounds a little interesting. Uh, They met met at a Grammys party, an after party in 2005, after she and husband Nick Lachey had split. After Mayer revealed his admiration for her song, With You... The pair began chatting, and one thing led to another. In the excerpt, she writes again and again, he told me that he was obsessed with me sexually and emotionally. She later adds, I constantly worried that I wasn't smart enough for him. He was so clever and treated conversation like a friendly competition that he had to win. Uh, they split after Merritt referred to her as, a as quote, sexual napalm in a 2010 Playboy interview. I think that's a compliment. That is a compliment. But, but she, she didn't get it. She, yeah, what she sexual napalm? Yeah. Uh, she, she writes, he thought that uh, that was what I wanted to be called. I was floored and embarrassed that my grandmother was actually going to read that. It oh, says she, here you're sexual napalm. She was going to read in Playboy? Yeah. Uh, a woman and uh, a woman and how they are in bed is not something that is ever talked about. Who took my edition of Beaver magazine? It was shocking, <laughs> she said. Apparently, she didn't look back. She said he was the most loyal person on the planet, and when I read that he wasn't, that was it for me. I erased his number. He made it easy for me to walk away. Uh, I know that he's publicly apologized, and I don't want to take that away from him, she said. And Mayer has had his hands, literally, Ooh, yeah. in some of the finest-looking women uh, around. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so she's going full names and everything in this yeah. autobiography. I wonder if she talks about Bam at all. That's what I was wondering, Case, because, remember, we actually, that was years ago. We first started at MMR. Uh-huh. We had <laughs> Phil and April on, and uh, they were, uh, that was when they revealed, I guess, because I guess it was around the time of the Dukes of Hazard movie, right? I don't remember, but it was yeah, yeah. real quick, right? It right. Was, it was a little... It might have just been like a one-time thing. Who knows? Uh, Let's see here. Modern Family star Jesse Tyler Ferguson and his husband Justin Mikita are expecting their first child together. He revealed it on The Liars show. On the what show? Uh, the Late Late Show with Joe, James Corden. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Oh, the Liar Show. Uh, so Ferguson shared the happy news. Yeah, there you go. On the Late Late Show Wednesday. Uh, I don't know who's it. Are the is it a surrogate? Yes. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. The pair married in July 2013. Uh, so they've got one on the way. Gwyneth Paltrow addressed the uproar over her sold out vagina scented candle on Goop. Uh, she was on Seth Meyers' show, and she said that uh, she she was joking that she was high uh, when she said that the fragrance of the new candle smelled like her nether regions. Uh, she said it was really funny to us, but also a little bit punk rock. Uh, she yeah, said, it's punk rock. I think women, a lot of us, have grown up feeling yeah. certain degrees of shame around our bodies or whatever. My vag is so punk rock. Uh, so this is a little bit of a subversive candle for all of us out there, she said. Um, and it sold out. So you can't argue with that. No, you definitely can't argue. Uh, a seventy-five dollar candle. Yeah, people are eating it up, <laughs> eating up her vagina, vagina candle. candle. Yep. <laughs> a sequel to Marvel's billion-dollar Captain Marvel is in the works, per the Hollywood Reporter. I really liked that movie. I thought that character was so badass, man. I did. I appreciated her more in Endgame. 
Uh, I liked the movie a lot. I thought it was good, and I thought it was a necessary way to introduce the character. Now I'd like to see a little bit on the blowout side, on the universe traveling. Yeah. That, you know, get her out there and about like she, you know, kicks some ass like she did in Endgame. Yeah, Megan McDonald, staff writer on uh, Marvel's WandaVision, is penning the script. Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson starred in the original. Sources claim that Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck will not return to direct, but are in uh, talks on other Disney Plus series. Uh, Marvel is hoping to get a woman on board to direct Captain Marvel 2. It's one of those, um, you know, franchises and series where a lot of times the sequels are better. And, and you know, the, I thought the Captain America movies got better as they went along. And mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man, the first Iron Man was great. I, I really loved Iron Man 2. The third one was all right. But, I mean, it, it, in in the Marvel Universe, it doesn't matter in which sequence they arrive. Because right. they're all so good. Yeah. And, and when she does show up in Endgame, it's like, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's all like, right. uh-huh. you forgot how... Absolutely powerful she was until she showed up and was just like, yeah, game over, man. It was great. Yeah. In, in uh, I, this uh, sequel, I assume this is post End Game. It would have well, Don't maybe, know. It, maybe it is because the, the obviously the the origin story was uh, the nineties. Well, it's, yeah, it's present day, so they don't indicate what present day is if it's yeah. after End Game or what, right? Uh, let's see here. Entertainment Weekly reports that Jodie Whittaker will remain in her role as Doctor Who on the BBC. Uh, her first season drew some criticism for what some fans saw as an overly political nature, but she says she doesn't focus on the bad buzz. She said, I've seen loads of fan art, which I always love, but it's never been <clears throat> that great for me to immerse myself in noise that you can't control, good or bad. I think both are a rabbit hole that you shouldn't necessarily go down. Uh, we know that we work really hard for the show to be the uh, best that it can be in this moment. Once it's out in uh, in the ether, uh, how people feel, in a way, is kind of irrelevant, she said. My uh, friend is watching it because specifically because of her. Um, loves her and has, like, zero complaints. And uh, from what I What did he like her? What, it's a she. Uh, what did she like her before in? Uh, you know what? I don't know. If you gave me a list of, like, her most recent credits, right, I right. could probably pick it out of, out of a lineup. But right. uh, I'm not really sure. But, um... You know, the show's been around for decades. Yeah, and apparently you don't have to... You don't. Uh, you, you can jump in at any point and pick up what's going on. Okay. There's obviously... A, to try to catch up now would be ludicrous right. from the origin story. But, uh... It's always been a super well-written show. I used to hate it as a kid because, I mean, it was literally like, literally like cardboard, you know, cutouts and yep. stuff like that. But it's always smartly written. Yeah, that's well, the thing. That was the attraction of people was the, the intelligence of right. the, the, the material as opposed to the... Uh, the physical sure. props and all that stuff. They they looked past that. And now the tech pressed and, and the production level has uh, met the level yeah. of the writing. Uh, the level of time an actor spends playing Doctor Who has varied on the show's 56-year history. 56 years. Uh, but she confirms that uh, she's in for at least one more season. She's really charismatic, Preston. I think you would like her. Cool. All right, uh, Case, I'm ready to do the uh, movies. Oh, yeah, that's right. This weekend, it is a Friday, so we do have some new flicks that are on the way out. All right, three movies to tell you about opening this weekend. We'll start with The Last Full Measure, a drama directed by Todd Robinson. A lot of big names in this movie. Sebastian Sam, William Hurt, Christopher Plummer, Ed Harris, Samuel L. Jackson, Peter Fonda, Diane Ladd, uh, Amy Madigan, and others. It's based on the true story of a Vietnam War hero, William H. Uh, Pitsenbarger, 
who saved over 60 men before making the ultimate sacrifice in one of the bloodiest battles of the war. Uh, traded R, hour and 50 minutes. There's no score on it as of yet. And let's see. Also, The Turning is coming out this weekend. It's a yes. horror, horror film. Uh, Floria Sigismondi. Oh, they is, got her? Is the director. Oh, they got her. Okay. And uh, then Mackenzie Davis is in it, along with uh, Finn Wolfhard and others. Uh, Karen Egan is also there. Uh, the story is about a nanny who discovers dark secrets as she takes care of two orphans at a haunted mansion in Maine. Wasn't this a series of Fran Drescher? No, that's the nanny. Oh. Uh, it's a different uh, nanny story. Uh, PG-13, hour and 35 minutes. There's no score on Rotten Tomatoes yet. It's a, it's actually a pretty bad score. Uh, I saw it popped up earlier this morning. So, oh, yeah? yeah, the last... Okay. Uh, but uh, if you want to see this version, this movie in a better version, or I, I, I haven't seen this, a classic version, watch a movie called The Innocents, black and white with Deborah Carr. It's awesome. By the way, the director, Floria Sigismondi, uh, has, she has done, she did The Runaways. Ah. Uh, she did the first Daredevil movie. She also is a director on The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, she's so, got so, some skills. Yep, she she's got some mad skills. And then the last <laughs> movie opening this weekend is The Gentleman. It's an action uh, comedy directed by Guy Ritchie. Uh, it stars Matthew McConaughey, Hugh Grant, Charlie Hunnam, uh, Michelle Dockery, uh, Colin Farrell, and others. Uh, it's about uh, when a world gets out that Mickey Pearson is looking to cash out of his marijuana business, those who want his fortune begin to plot at how to get it. Uh, Traded R, hour and 43 minutes, has a score of 76% so far. Run to they say Hugh Grant is uh, fantastic in it. Like, oh, yeah? A comical, uh, evil character. Okay, cool. Uh, we're ready for clips now. Unfortunately, none of the clips are about any of the movies that I just mentioned. Exciting. It's all fresh. For four seasons, audiences have followed the daily lives of the Bennett family on their Colorado homestead in the ranch. In this clip, Alicia Cuthbert discusses the complicated relationship between Colt and Abby as the show comes to a close. There's a lot of tension, a lot of things going on, and... You know, having the baby and and navigating that. So yeah, this season is a little rough for the two of them, but hopefully we can come around. I want to see you naked. Are you more Team Colt or Team Abby Preston? I'm. I gotta go with Colt. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the way. No, I have no idea who these people are. I don't know what this show is about. I've never seen it in my life. Uh, it's kind of dumb. It's a um, like it's uh, like an R-rated sitcom with laugh tracks and all that stuff. If I'm oh, it's on Netflix. Is that what I'm? T- is yeah, Sam Elliott and yeah, Ashton yeah. Kutcher and Danny yeah. Masterson? Oh, I did yeah. 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 He's yeah. gone now. Okay, who is Danny Masterson? Because of those rape allegations. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll do that, right? Yeah. Uh, the final ten episodes of The Ranch appear on Netflix today. By the way, so I guess it's the final ten episodes. This is. The entire series is coming to a close. The entire series. So, Preston, once you get caught up on Doctor Who? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) After I do 56 years of of catching up, (laughs) I'll get to the ranch. You'll get right to the ranch. All right, here's the next clip. After a meteorite lands in the front yard of their farm, Nathan... Nathan Gardner and his family find themselves battling a mutant extraterrestrial organism in color out of space. In this clip, Nicolas Cage discusses what attracted him to work on this film. It's a fascinating combination of family drama and uh, horror. Oh, 
Those are two of my favorite genres, family drama and horror. Exactly. This movie, they collide. No, I always, uh, admired Richard Stanley's yeah, movies. I heard, so I was yeah. happy to see yeah. that we had a chance to work together because he hasn't made a movie of course. in 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. from out of space. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we have to do, we have to deal with it. Uh, uh, he was in a movie that I really like, and uh, I don't know if a lot of people saw it, but it's well done. It's called Knowing. Have you guys ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Where, okay, so his basically his kids get um, contacted, Preston, by aliens who know that the Earth is coming to an end. And uh, they're sort of offering to take the children to another planet to save them. Okay, yeah, but you don't find that out, you know, t- until the end. But it's uh, uh, all these pre-disasters. It's it's very cool, very engaging. So this movie, Color Out of Space, is an H.P. Lovecraft uh, story. I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, it's what it's set up there. Have you read much of Lovecraft? I have. I've never yeah. read any. Uh, you know what? Uh, I I like it. I love the movies. Yeah, I like the 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 reading experience, uh, but I I loved the movies like Reanimator and all that stuff. I've considered maybe reading some of his stuff. I don't know. All right. Uh, anyhow, um, Color Out of Space open. In select, people from space. select theaters today, by the way. He did six movies last year, six the year before. He's doing five or six this year. He's Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage? Yeah, yeah. You don't know any of them. There's oh, one that I did. Down a little bit, maybe do four movies this week. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps going. You can't blame the guy for working. No. Got no. a lot of alimony. There's a movie called Mandy that I watched, and it was based on a recommendation from, like, Doug Benson. Okay. Uh, it is wild. It takes a long time for it to really start making any sort of sense. What's it about? I play Mandy Moore. <laughs> it's, it's a revenge movie. Mandy is his uh, his wife, and she gets murdered by these Okay, people is and... this incredibly over-the-top violent, gr- it, gory? Yeah. Okay, I remember reading something about... It got a lot of criticism because of a lot of gratuitous gore that just wasn't even necessary. We went to great lengths to depict the viscera. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, that's your entertainment report for today, uh, a Friday morning. We're going to give away a Word of the Week prize this week. You could end up with six pit tickets, you and five friends at the MMRBQ, so don't miss your opportunity. Also a chance of winning $1,000, so we have that coming up. Uh, speaking of the MMRBQ, Dorothy, singer of the band, Dorothy, is going to be on our show later today. Rich Voss will be in the studio. we got a lot to get to on yeah. this Friday morning, so we'll take a break and come back and do that very thing. Stay with us. Ah, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020. Saturday, May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Disturbed. Royal Blood. The Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. The best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot. Dirty Honey. Mongolian Metalheads. The Who. And Jackson's Local Shots Opener. Foxtrot and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. What the hell's that? Hey, uh, <laughs> Pearl Jam weekend here on MMR. So we're going to have blocks all weekend long, and uh, you'll be able to obviously hear the new single, Dance of the Clairvoyance, if you've not heard that yet. Uh, and Deep Cuts 
from uh, Pearl Jam songs, which is pretty cool. So we'll dive into the albums. It's very cool. It, absolutely. And, and, you know, MMR has been a, uh, a Pearl Jam station forever and playing tons of Pearl Jam. Even we were over Y100, MMR was playing far more Pearl Jam than we were. So Gigaton comes out on March 27th officially. And, uh, yeah, so uh, lots of Pearl Jam this weekend. Love it. Yeah, Gigaton. And uh, also, I got this uh, I got this text a moment ago. It was slightly cryptic. <laughs> But it said, it let us know that the Delco Dining Room Cardboard Building Bitches <laughs> have registered their sled. Oh, awesome. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's going to be. And then it says, just keep in mind, meep, meep this. <laughs> meep? Meep, meep. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Roadrunner. Roadrunner. And it was signed Sleeveless. Okay. Sleeveless. I think it's the guy who won the sweater contest <laughs> okay. at the uh, Christmas Miracle. He had the sleeveless sweater. A lot of cryptic in oh, that yeah. message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah that if you pay bomb? attention, there's a lot of clear messages there. Because <laughs> I think I he know, told though. me they come to the Cardboard Classic. Anyway. Okay. No, but. I was just saying, like, a lot of people in Delco are sleeveless. So I know. That it's yeah. hard doesn't to, necessarily yeah. mean well, sleeves get in the way, Kath. It's cooler without them. But Delco Dining Room Cardboard Building Bitch. Meep, meep this sleeveless. Okay. Uh, by the way, yeah, the now, we're, I guess if they registered, it's up and running now. So you can officially register your sled. We don't sled, really know. Your sled. Know. Yeah, but that would be great if we could finally start registering. I, I, you know, we've, we've got to cover some territory now. We're coming up on the Cardboard Classic in just a couple of yeah. weeks. Yep. Application's up and running. It's the one all of right. the top links on PrestonandSteve.com, WMMR.com. So you can go there, find all the information, including, like, where to go, how to check in, all that kind of stuff. And and many people ask. We get it every year. But it is free. It's open to the public. Uh, but if you want to come and watch it, we suggest you get there early because the mountain gets pretty packed. So or some- stay overnight. Yeah. So, yeah, most definitely. So some of the prizes, you know, as usual, we have best design. We have two thousand dollars for first prize, and then some follow up. You know, five hundred, and then two fifty for second and third sled. So this is new. These are the two new. We, we do fastest sled, five hundred dollars. That's usually like the toboggan style single. Yes, you know, uh, they're very easy to make. By the way, make them making it well is is kind of the hard part. But anyhow, if you want to enter, you can do that. But they, we also have. Uh, these two new sled uh, categories. The sled with this is from Pacifico Beer. So our sponsors ah. pony up some money, and the sled with the best live live life anchors up theme. Now that's their slogan: live life anchors up. Well, however you want to interpret that, will win five hundred dollars and beer for a year from Pacifico Beer. It's pretty freaking good. All right, so keep that in mind. And then the coolest Jose Cuervo sled. Is a three hundred dollar prize, and of course, bragging rights is more about it. I want to see like a giant margarita or something like that. Yeah, That'd be pretty awesome. Or a giant anchor. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so, and and uh, a new one is our favorite fail we've had in the past couple of years, <laughs> and that prize will be announced soon. Lift ticket pre-sale, by the way, starts February first. Details at WMMR.com, but Cardboard Classic is coming up, and that is March 6th at Jack Frost Mountain. And as far as the favorite fail, it happens organically. We'll know yeah. it happens organically. It's not something you can orchestrate. So. No, yeah, it's yeah. just whatever happens. Yes. One that It could even be one of the best designs might yes. win favorite fail, Absolutely. too. You, yeah. can, you can double dip on that. Well, yeah, last year was the wedding, was it not? It might have been the it, favorite yes. fail. Oh, the chapel God. crashed into a thousand pieces at the bottom of the hill but it was successful about halfway down yeah they were going to get married on the way down and i think they did right they yeah. got married yeah. on the top and then uh, after they said i do and all that it they pushed them over <laughs> yeah oh my god i love that event it is so much fun uh so if you're curious about anything uh you can uh, get the information at uh, wmmr.com we have uh, dave on the line who built the wheel of fortune which was last year's winner was that last year was it winner? i Yay! don't know hey dave how you doing hi doing great 
Did you get? Was it last year you guys won? Yep. Wow, man. Last year, all of these kind of bleed together to us. Uh, we've been doing it for so many years. So, are you you going to be in it again this year? Oh yes, yeah. Because uh, when I went last year with the idea of just having a lot of fun. Yeah. No intention of winning anything. Just going and being like, "Hey, we're going to have a great time." Yeah. Unbelievably, that we won. And you took um, it. So. Um, yeah, I'm going to go a little bigger. <laughs> a little bigger? bigger. All right. right, you said that, and then you so, chuckled, which makes me think you're going a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, well, what I've done this year, um, and I sent a couple pictures over to a couple people, but uh, we're going to do this year's theme is going to be One Crazy Summer. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, so yeah. Dave yeah. already sent me okay. a picture yesterday. I didn't know that was you, Dave. Yes. Uh, yep. I love this. Are you going to reveal what that is, or are you just going to hold off until the day? Yeah, of? well, there's going to be there's going to be two parts to it. Um, I, mean, I want to put the one part, which is, of course, in the movie, the giant dolphin with rabies. Yes. <laughs> the submarine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because people look at it as it, it looks like a shark, but it's actually a giant dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. Yeah, did you read? Did you register yet? I just registered about five minutes ago. There we go. Oh. All right. We will see you on the sixth. All right, bud. Awesome. Thank All right, you. take care. See, we rely on the listeners to tell us what's going on with our own show. Of course. Dude, I went down on that sled last year. I don't even remember it. On the uh, on the Wheel of Fortune. There's video up here on the screen. and I, and I just You were watched. sitting up on top of the thing there. I was on the Wheel of Fortune sled, and I was like, oh, they won last year? Oh, I was with them last year. Best, yes. What's the best footage ever gleaned from the cardboard class? Oh, we have Pierre. Tons. Pierre, yeah. right? Yeah. It's Pierre. Pierre. There's none yeah. better. Just absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> launching and and it, it oh crumbled it was a huge sled and he was it's why we had to stop doing multi-tier yep. <laughs> sleds because pierre fell from a good 10 feet up and uh banged his head and uh it was it was classic he just he gets launched from it we walked over and he was shaking his head and we said pierre pierre and he said i hate the grateful dead and we know there was some sort of <laughs> head trauma had yeah, taken place clearly hang on let me go to uh pat who's on as well hey pat how you doing Gadzooks, buddy. Hey, so are you uh, you're entering a sled? Hell yeah, we're doing the Har- uh, the uh, Hogwarts Express. We're doing the oh, Hogwarts Express. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. In a really yeah. nerdy way. Uh, yeah, man, you're definitely riding with us, right? Yeah, I'd love to. That's great. Um, how big is the train going to be? Right now, we're looking at uh, forty feet. Wow, oh forty feet. <laughs> All right. How many so people we, do you think been, you're going to have on board that? Uh, we're aiming for like fifteen. Okay. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of detail work and stuff like that right now. All right. Uh, we got the wheels on. We're doing like I'm even putting like rivets on this train. Nice. To like really make it pop. So like yeah, we're 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 going all out this year. It's our tenth year, so we're aiming to win. What's what's the name of your team? Uh, cardboard sled union nine three three. You did nine three three. Nine three three. Yeah. All right, Pat. Thanks for the continued support and participation. We will see you there, bud. Good luck. All right, take it easy. Guys. Honestly, you. you see a level of artistry with some of these things that is just amazing. Uh, the things that come to mind, like the uh, the monsters. Remember that whole setup? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was and, amazing. And Oz and all of that stuff. All I the mean, costumes, st- stuff you'd find at like an amusement park. So we we just here in the studio <laughs> watched the footage of Pierre coming down in that giant sled where he wiped. They wiped out and. <laughs> The aftermath is so funny in this video because apparently they had lit some type of pyrotechnics. <laughs> That's right. And you can see a series of explosions happening <laughs> after it had crumbled in a heap at the bottom of the sled run. And and there's bodies strewn all over the place. It really makes the Hindenburg footage look like nothing. Oh, my goodness. I've forgotten. <laughs> you know, you have to remind yourself and watch these videos. But we, in preparation of this, we'll have to post some of our favorite videos up yes. uh, just to get ready for the whole thing. Wow. 
Um, all right. Uh, let me see here. I have some stories to get to this morning. A few things that I noticed. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I did notice these. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about stranger things earlier. Now he's here himself, the noticer. Yes, I've arrived. Allows me to use this effect. I noticed this story uh, about a poll that was done. Uh, and it is the top reasons that people experience party anxiety or party-ziety, they're calling it. So Wait. in anticipation of going to a party? Uh, yes, but but one of the things that you, yeah, that, that will cause you anxiety at a party. Oh, at a party, okay. Yes. So the basically the top fear of a party is running into someone that you don't like. Sixty-three uh, percent of the Amer- uh, two thousand Americans polled said that uh, every party they go to, there's at least one person that they'd like to avoid really? at the party. Yeah. Oh, I, I like to avoid, but don't like to me are, are, are two I, separate things, right? Or people that you just uh, do I have to get stuck talking to this guy, or God, I hate this guy. Those probably, are probably both. Yeah. But I would say more the second than than the first. Well, it doesn't have to be. You can get stuck somebody. in in a, like a conversation, like somebody maybe who talks a lot. Well, and but the, Kathy, the that best doesn't part mean of, that you dislike them. Best part of going to a party is is finding new people to hate. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when you like hate somebody, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've I, I, and I haven't. I, I had that one time, and I didn't hate the person, but somebody hated me. Okay, and I've told you guys this story before, but the dude. You know, it goes back to a, another time where we were on mushrooms and and <laughs> techno music was playing, and I didn't like. I was it was putting me in a bad way. Okay, I was the only one in the room. You that, were, your where legs are crossed. You're hiding your penis and dancing. <laughs> I was the only one in the room where that where this techno music was playing, and it was putting me in a really bad mental state. So I turned the music off, and then from that moment, this guy. Hated my guts, and wow. then I, I was at a party that he was at at the same time. Was this guy called you the ham and egg? He called me a ham and egg. Yeah, who does that? But that was all, after we were in the basement of this party, and I saw him in the corner of my eye. I'm like, ah, oh, this guy, like, I, you know. First of all, okay, whatever. All right, but yeah. <laughs> he, uh, this guy, went out of his way to walk around in in this basement to walk behind me, throw a shoulder into me. Turn to me and go, you better watch where you're going. And I'm like, I was standing still. Wait, was this in college? This was, um, oh, God. God. Last week. Um, this well, was no, last... that, that's no, what I mean. Like, like, it's a little bit of a... Early 20s. Yeah, like, that's a little total... bit of a different story. Like, I think now, like, as older, you know, as as adults, like, when you go out, yeah. I think it's different than somebody that you got into some sort of tiff uh, with I, in college. Yeah, yes, I agree. It's a different story, but I want to piggyback on, on what Casey was talking about, because this is that's another scenario. If you've ever been somewhere... And on all, mushrooms. And all of a sudden... <laughs> Somebody has an issue, doesn't like you for no good reason. Right. Like, I, like I remember when we when we did the uh, the Anguilla trip and we went to the Jimmy Buffett show there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a guy that worked for the crew, for Jimmy Buffett's crew, whatever, for some reason got angry at me. I hadn't done anything. And this guy's looking at me with these evil looks. I'm really? like, I don't remember yeah. this. Oh, my God. He told me he was going to throw me out of the place. I hadn't done anything. Anything? Oh my I'm God! Like, I would have, I would have loved to be like, thrown out of a Jimmy Buffett concert. I, know, I, been, I, actually, I, I can't I, stand I, that music. I know, I know. But please I like, throw me out. I'm like, what is it? Why does this guy have a problem with me? And I, you know, sometimes that does happen where all of a sudden somebody turns on you and you don't, you have no idea why somebody's pissed off. Yeah, at you. it's weird. But you're, you're. Always, you come across and you are instantly likable. You people I try to could, be. yes, and you have that gift. I've told you that many times. So it's 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 odd for me to hear that somebody would react that way to you. Uh, there was a friend of mine who would get that all the time. Couldn't have been a nicer guy, 
But if he showed up at a place, like if he ever got pulled over by a police officer or something, th- th- they hated his guts. Yeah. He just it's exuded wild. something, I, I, whether it was a pheromone or something, that make made people sort of instantly dislike him. Right. Have you ever, guys ever been at a party where um, you like somebody and then another friend tells you that they hate that person that you like? I was at this party yeah. and there was this guy dancing by himself on shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. No, I I had it happen one time, Steve, and the person uh, comes up to me and we were having, I thought it was like a nice normal conversation. He's like, oh my God. And it wasn't you, Casey, but it was like, he's like, oh God, I hate Casey. I'm like, what? Everybody loves Casey, you know? And it just was so shocking to me that this person had to go out of their way to tell me that they hated somebody (laughs) that I liked. Well, sometimes people think that they have other people figured out. And that's happened to me before where they're like, oh man, you know, what do you think about this guy? And I'm like, Oh, you mean the nicest guy ever? Right. You, like, that That this is all some some act, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. he's not a nice guy. Like, you know what I mean? Um, no, I've known so-and-so for, you know, I don't know, 30 years, and he's always established himself as, like, a pretty stand-up guy. Right. But you don't trust that, so, uh, you know, yeah. have at it. No, there are people There that... are people who also look for that. Uh-huh. Look, what's, oh, yeah. What's the real story about yeah. this guy? Yeah. But when I saw that guy who hated me, I avoided him. He... he Threw himself into me in this basement. So what did I do? Called your mother. I called my mom. <laughs> Pick me up. I went upstairs. And guess what? This a-hole followed me upstairs. Really? And then started with me upstairs. And then I turned. I, I was there with Jeff. I go, dude, I, I don't belong here. I'm like, I got to get out of here. And I walk out the door. And then I hear the door closing behind me. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I, I can't believe I just isolated myself like this. Yeah. And know? he opened up the door and said, look. I'm in love with you. No, you know, no and I actually, don't know how to process it. Uh, there was a guy who stepped up for me and said, "Dude, if you have a problem with, this, if you do anything, he's like, you're going to have a problem with me and this oh. guy and this guy and this." Yeah, so I and that really guy was Josh Jeffries. <laughs> Thank you, Josh Jeffries. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I, I had. It's uh, weird. You can't explain it too. What you like? But but the I had is, anxiety. I you had will, major you will anxiety labor, there. Yeah. You will labor over trying to explain it, other than. Like me, I, this, well, it's just, it's just a lunatic. Why am I going to try to get to the bottom of a lunatic? Here? Yeah, yeah. You know, and figure out what the story is. And here's a text Nick wants me to read. It says, my friend's wife despises me and won't acknowledge my presence in get-togethers because I play video games with her husband. I'm a woman. Uh, I'm a woman, but I've tried to make it crystal clear we're just friends. It's so weird. Uh, she's a little jealous. She doesn't yeah. want him. She doesn't want him to have a, a female friend. Probably. That's a whole. That's another topic I wrote down at some point to throw out there. But is is you notice or notice a new topic has arisen? I did. Which is uh, is there someone that your spouse is friends with that you hate? Oh my God! Uh, or, Wait, or say that again. Or maybe it's the other way around. Someone that your your significant other is friends with that you don't like that uh, you hate. That you just yeah. absolutely huh. you can't stand. All and, of my wife's friends, I can't stand. <laughs> Just kidding. Nah, she, um, Press, I, but, on your list, is is there uh, having to go to the bathroom? Is that an anxiety thing for people? Um, at parties? At parties. No. The top party stressors were feeling anxious about wanting to leave but not knowing how and feeling like they're not fitting in. Uh, results also revealed that the average American party goer knows within the first 10 minutes of showing up to a party whether they will be calling it an early night or not. Yeah, uh, sometimes and luck sometimes you'll find out that you're wrong and that things, you know, move yeah. along and you have a you have a great time and that, that you're gelling with the people. But always remember if you if you're not having a good time, go rifle through their medicine cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that though. Like I I don't get the anxiety feeling. I have a friend who um 
no, like any get together, she gets so much anxiety about going that she actually has a drink before we go. And like, I've never, I've never well, felt that way. Okay. I can tell you why maybe Kath is because, um, here, here's what happens to me when I meet new people and I do like meeting new people, but when, when, when you are stuck one-on-one with somebody and you start having a conversation and then you run out of things to talk about, yeah, that stresses me out a little bit because, you know, and and to be honest, sometimes it it comes down to so. What do you do for a living? Oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a edgy claim, loner. I'm, I'm a claims adjuster, you yeah. know, or something that I know nothing about and don't care about. Sounds cool. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I I don't know what questions to ask this person. Yeah, but um, like she's I, go- my, with me, like with my friend, she's going with me. We're going like normally we're going together. So what? Do you know what I mean? If you if you get stuck, I'm right there. I'm right next to you. Just turn to me. Talk to me. My wife. So we'll go out to, to events and she go. Thank God you were there. Thank God you were there. You know, and, and I know sometimes she says it's going to be one of those parties. Can you can you come to these or one of these events? Can you come to one of these events? And that's fine. Your wife's yeah. easy to talk to. She's though. very easy to talk to, but she she will feel that nervous. So for me, I I have the option of going into like quasi performance mode where yeah, I, I just start right. and doing my deal. Uh, but uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, Preston. And it's funny for people to hear that we get that anxiety at a party, like. But I, like if someone comes up and it's something that you don't like, like the guy or that you don't well, understand, that, that I don't understand or have. Then much the questions in are: that. Why do you even get up in the morning? Right. Yeah. <laughs> why has how life, do you live? With how yourself? do you live with yourself? <laughs> but I would, why? Have, why has the universe decided to be so cruel to one person? <laughs> I, I would imagine that your wife doesn't get anxiety because she can talk oh to anyone God. about anything. Anything. Like she could just. And she's genuinely interested in you and what you do and yeah. what you're about. You are yeah. as well. I have the same. Th- I can talk to anybody about anything. I want to find out about you. <laughs> you are. You're being nice, but nice not. Sometimes. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. If it's interesting to you, you're interested. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if it's you not can, interesting to you, you check out immediately. You can but, find but, an angle. An, an angle. An angle. Look at your ankles. <laughs> well, that's Look the at thing those about things. God Almighty, you're that. like a goddamn Clydesdale. <laughs> those are nice. <laughs> He's always looking at people's ankles. Do you pull beer wagons? <laughs> Hang on, let me go to Joyce wants to comment. Hi, <laughs> Joyce, you are on the air. Good morning. Good morning. She's a dancer. Jinx, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Call no, me. She was a dancer. Jinx, oh my god! <laughs> What's up, Joyce? Um, I have anxiety when giving a party, not when going to a party, but. I have tremendous anxiety about actually entertaining. Like I have, I called it entertainophobia because uh-huh. I, I, I almost to the point where, where like I almost never entertain. Joyce, uh, I I can commiserate completely. I huh. used to get into major fights with my wife because uh, I would figure, uh, oh my god, what if we throw a party and people come and they don't have a good time? Yes, and then I learned yes. the secret. Provide booze and food, <laughs> and yes, and that's all that matters. Yeah, now I it. love throwing parties, and then I, I kind of great Gatsby it. I walk around the periphery and let them have a good time, yeah. and I love to Stop see people out. having a good time. As a non-drinker, I you know I I, I was never hep to that. But if the booze <laughs> is there and the food, boom, yeah. you're good to go. Yeah. And that's true. And and this 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 past New Year's and last New Year's, I said. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and I hosted a party, and but I was so nervous about it. I was just everything. I was afraid people wouldn't enjoy it. I was afraid they wouldn't come. I was afraid my house didn't look right. Joyce, I, I, 
Yeah, I was. I go to, I go to parties and I really don't care. Like if somebody's right? house is messy, I don't care. Right. Don't but care. you can't. You can't see that. I hear you. I hear you one hundred percent. It's it was yeah. a terrifying notion because you didn't want to let people down. Right. And and then then but you then you'd go to another party and you're the same person saying, oh, I had a great time, and, and yeah. they're saying, oh, it wasn't quite right. No, I had a wonderful time. You couldn't see the flip side of the coin. But yeah, that's again the two things: booze. <laughs> Number one and food, and yep. you're good to go. Yep. yep. All right, I got it. All Thanks, right. Joyce. Appreciate it. Steve, you and I were talking the other day about a similar vibe at charity events, and you know, yeah. like if you're paying for a charity ticket and you get to that charity event, at that point, all you want to do is have a good time, and and you just have to keep the charity event moving forward because all people really want to do when they've gotten there at that point is have, have a their good dinner time and have a, have a good time. So Preston Rochelle puts together, you know, you guys do your charity events. We all do charity events that we put together. My wife puts together the, the mutiny on the Marshaloo and, and all that whole event. And I, I take a very Machiavellian approach, which is if people show up, they don't even know what the charity is, but they're going to have a great time and they're going to buy the ticket and, and do the raffles, then it's a win. Yeah. As long as you give them a good time, sure. that's all that matters. But I, that does that does translate to this party anxiety. And I actually, I don't mind those things because I'm usually working. I'm usually, I have something to do. Right. And I'll be talking to people and run out of something to talk about. I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to go. I got to go. Uh, yeah. I got to go, go stand there. I got to make an announcement. <laughs> I got to go stand over there. Uh, I got to go stand <laughs> over there. I just, I have that hard time when, when the conversation starts to run dry. It's, it's you know, and believe With it or you? not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because you can talk to anybody about yeah, anything. Yeah, Casey can. Mm, do you and, know what you should do, Casey? But it's all an act. It's, I'm dying inside. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I, I will basically just okay. next time pay attention. Okay. Um, I basically run away from conversations, like uh, you know when you Kat, run to conversations. I run away so, so from a conversation to a conversation. You okay. know what I mean? Because like it's like ah, I can't hang on to this one. This one, I'm losing them. I'm losing them. I'm like, hey, what's that? And then I take off and I'll go uh-huh. to another conversation. And I can basically, if I killed over there, I'll just use the same material <laughs> over like here. Well, what you do is, and I, you know, I love you to death, but you'll you'll just keep you'll just keep adding things on until you hit something where somebody will respond to. Yeah, like you'll, you'll you'll run a story out and keep adding things on to it. And then then I saw a zebra. And, you know, it just keeps going until someone can find an angle to come in. So you'll work it. Yeah. I find it hard to believe you can't win over somebody And everybody likes zebras, man. Yeah. (laughs) Hang on. Somebody witnessed me at a party. Uh, I'm going to go to Christy. (laughs) Hi, Christy. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Christy. So you you saw me. Where where was this? So this was a while back. We were, it was during your Christmas break. We were at the coach store in the outlet. And you happened to be standing behind me in line. Oh, I remember. Yeah. This is a couple of years ago. Yep, and there was a guy that had a tree removal business with us, and he had on a sweatshirt, and he recognized you, and in turn, I recognized you. And we were stuck in line. We were stuck in line for a while. Uh Uh-huh. And you engaged him in an in-depth conversation about his business, and I learned more about tree removal (laughs) from the conversation that you had with him than I ever need to know in my entire life. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So you did it. Oh yeah. Well, immediately my mind is going to okay. What do I know about trees? What do what have I what have I conifers? Yeah, yeah. What have, yeah. What have I seen about? Uh, do you know of a service trees? that removes people from lines? <laughs> <laughs> because I need one now. I think I remember Christy asking asking him about the big machinery that's used to actually transplant larger trees and move them from one place to another. And about how how do you go about dealing with the cold weather? 
Oh. Uh, or yeah, be yeah, so be so frustratingly yeah. ignorant. Where do trees come from? <laughs> Preston, do you remember well, if you were... You don't know where trees come from? No, I, I see them. <laughs> yeah. But who, who plants the seeds for them? Actually, it was... You were so engaging and so personable. And I went home and I told my husband, um, like, what a nice guy you were. And my husband was like, Chrissy, that's his job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I was like, no, he was at the coast store buying something for his wife. Like, you know, you don't understand. He's not here. You know what? What happens, Christy, is that again? It's you. You don't want to. Anybody within a, a, a grasp of any sort of sense of civility wants to engage someone who's and be nice to them. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and and sometimes people get awkward, and we all get awkward, and and uh, so I, Preston was doing what he does. Did you uh, do you recall if you were in front of him or behind him, Preston? I don't remember, Christy. Do you have any idea? I was. Preston was behind me, and the guy was behind Preston. Okay, okay. so you don't know if Preston said, hey, I'm going to make, like, a tree and leave yes. when he was all done? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I done that. You I should have taken the lingerie you were buying, held it up to your nose. Sorry, I'm busy. I'm busy. All right. fresh. Thank you, Christy. Nice to talk to you. All right, we'll see you later. Wow. Yeah, I, actually, I do remember that. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, anxiety, yes. Apparently, that is, uh, it's running into someone you don't like at a party. That's the main thing? The number one thing, yeah. Now, to be a true noticer, I need to move on to another subject. A noticer needs to move on. I can't notice just one thing. He can't just notice one thing. It's not in his being. But this does have to do with parties as well, so there is a bit of a tendril to this last story. There's a bit of a tendril. I haven't used the word. Uh, Jackie Bam was probably texting the word tendril to Casey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Casey, he's calling me every night now. He what calls t- you what every time? night? Uh, uh, right around 5, 5.55. Yeah, what do you Wait, think Casey's what? doing? Well, cause, yeah, because Casey doesn't answer, so now he's moved to me. Nick, do you so- think it's safe to call Casey now? <laughs> and did you answer one time? So no. now he oh, the worst, oh. Kathy, is he'll text you first, right? Yeah. And if you respond to the text. Calls right. Dear Casey, I'm just wondering if you are able to accept a call. All right, so anyhow, a uh, a teenager has uh, submitted a uh, petition to ask for the Super Bowl to be changed to a Saturday. I mean, come on. I know. Please. Yes. High school junior uh, Frankie Ruggieri's Change.org petition calls for next year's Super Bowl to be on a Saturday. And uh, and as of this morning, it had about fourteen thousand signatures. I think he just put it online. All right. Well, uh, let's let's tweet this out and get this. Yeah, I'm tired of this fight. Anything, I'm right? t- they they've had petitions before that that got many more responses, and uh, we we've broken it down. Whatever the financial aspects of it are, uh, they they don't want to move it. Uh, to me, it seems like a no brainer, right? Mm. To give you the I, freedom, I want absolutely nothing to do with it this year at all. I you know I just listen. I'm I'm not that big of a football fan. Clearly, if the Eagles were in it, I'd be all over and I'd be watching it and be excited about it. But I just don't care at all. And the only reason I do hang on now and, and watch it is because of what we do for a living, and it's one of the most viewed events in the, in the, the the year, and the commercials are fun, and you never know what's going to happen, and blah, blah, blah. See, that's, that's your Kardashian night. Well, right. No, yeah. but it's, it's, see, for me, it's another party, and I like parties. But right. it's a sun, if it were on a Saturday, you yeah. could party. Yeah. I'd go to a party. No, a, a, a party that ends. we got to get up at 4 a.m. A party that ends at 8.30. Or well, 9 yeah. o'clock. No, we, we do, but, I mean, it's still, it, it starts, you can, you know, go earlier. I usually leave at halftime wherever the party is. Exactly. Yeah, I'd like to stay at, until the end. There's this ominous, I have to go home now and put on my beauty mask. There's this sort of, like, <laughs> ominous feeling that, that, that hovers night. over a Super Bowl party because you know yeah. 
You have to go to bed and get up for work. I mean, especially us, we got to get up early the next day. Do you think people would talk about it less if it was on a Saturday night? Because it, it's a water cooler uh, topic, and so people get to work on on Monday. And I think because it just happened, I maybe. Think, but that shouldn't matter to the it NFL. It should at not all matter. Because yeah. The real money is the advertising right. and viewership yeah. and what happens at night, not the discussion. The all right, so day. here's how you come at it, and I think it makes valid sense this way. And they've tried it, and I again, I, I think this is just a, a failure, no matter. What way you come at it, but this seems to have some teeth is the amount of revenue that's lost from people not going to work the Monday after Super Bowl or getting so effed yeah. up that you, how much productivity is lost? How many man hours are lost because of that? And that's that active campaign right now, Steve, for people who are going to take the day off. On Monday, that, that Fox wants people to declare it a holiday or declare it a sick right. day. Uh, it, it was uh, Budweiser's. Was it Bud? Do, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like they it, don't have any interest in it. So they're already pe- they're they're actively campaigning for people yeah. to take the day off, which I means know. lost productivity. You know, that's yeah. if we're going to take the day off anyway, make it on Saturday so we don't have to take the day off. I remember somebody <clears throat> trying to break it down as to like why the NFL doesn't do it or won't do it, and um, I can't remember what. You know, I can't remember the reasoning why. I yeah. just, you know, I don't need a case, I, and you I would... honestly don't know if there's any reason that really holds any water with me. And like, who answers that question? Like, does does anybody the, the, the Pope? No, but like Roger Come Goodell. Come on, everybody, what is this nonsense? Has Roger Goodell ever been put? Uh, um, yeah, I'm. I, you know, uh, has he ever been asked like at a press conference or anything like that? Where you know, it's it's. On the record as to, you know, why? Well, CNN reported that uh, that the NFL in the past has said that uh, viewership is higher on Sunday evenings. But you mean ever- to tell me? You mean? Well, uh, maybe, it, maybe it is a fact uh, that, that, that there's less. Because uh, you're, you're, you're not. I think that most people in the country would make an exception if it were the Super Bowl. And you'd be more likely to have parties yeah. and bar traffic and yes. things of that nature that generates. Revenue. Yeah. <laughs> it is the biggest championship of the entire year of, of all the sports, right? right? And and then also like the NCAA national championships on a Monday night. Yeah, for know? both football and basketball. Yeah. So they get away with that. Uh, you know, an early week national championship game. I don't know. I, I, NFL is a different monster. Yeah, though. it is. It is. You know, I don't care about the college championship, but but I, I would if it was on a Saturday night. I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting. Yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah. I didn't watch one second of the Super Bowl last year. It, the, the, you know, we talked about the commercials the next day. Who and, was it? Uh, I don't care. Oh, oh yeah, Patriots I watched, won. I watched a little. I, I didn't want to. Patriots beat the Rams. Yeah, uh, I didn't care about either of the teams. I'll I watched. Watch I watched year. the Puppy Bowl. Yeah, it was probably a boring game last year, right? It was like thirteen six or something like there, that. Uh, so, as a matter of fact. Nick Foles is still the last quarterback to ever throw a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Okay. And that was two years ago. That's that's how boring last year's game was. There was like one touchdown, a uh, bunch of field goals. There was like no scoring yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually interested in this one. Are you? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, um, is it Andy Reid? Because Andy Reid, uh, my brother-in-law has been a Chiefs fan for decades, so I like that. I don't really care for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> don't ask me why. I just don't really like it. So I'd like to see the... 49ers not win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. We got some calls coming. Okay. In. Let me let me go to. Notice is notice some calls. I did. Let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris, uh, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey. Bitches. Hey. What's up, Chris? <laughs> hey, uh, I, I read an article in Sports Illustrated a couple years ago about this exact uh, topic. Yeah. The NFL's biggest argument at the time was they can't have the game on a Saturday because Saturday's a travel day for Sunday. And I, my argument is this: 
you might have 100,000 people at the game, but how many millions are watching on TV? If you can afford to go to the game, you can travel on Friday at the game. <laughs> yes. yes. You yes. are absolutely correct. <laughs> that is such a, such a ridiculous excuse. Yep. What, by the way, what audience is bigger, the television audience or the stadium audience? Exactly yeah. my point. Yep. you got to cater to the people who are the ones at home that can't afford to go to the game. They say that Monday after the Super Bowl is the number one call-off day in the year, but the NFL says, oh, it's not because of the football game. Are you <laughs> oh, come on! Shut up. Exactly. All right, thanks, man. We always it. think in, yeah, in terms of, again, on, on and I know it's re- revenue-based. The whole thing is. That's why every second of it is sold to some sponsor. I, to me, it seems you'd be able to maximize so much more if it's on a Saturday. Wouldn't it be great to go to, like, a gathering, a party, or, or to have an event Based around the Super Bowl on a Saturday. Oh, my God, yes. It would be so much better. Huge difference. Let me go to an anonymous caller. You're on the air. Good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, buddy. What's your two cents? Yo, my two cents is this. Since when did a football game become more important than going out, working, supporting your family, and being a productive, responsible adult? Like 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I, no, I, listen. I, I know the point you're trying to make. You know, you're, yeah. Uh, you know, but there there are games uh, on work nights and so on, and and, and championships. Like this thing you guys reported about two three weeks ago. Oh yeah, it's our right to have the day off after the Super Bowl. No, not really. No, well, here's here's the de- here's the deal. You have it on a Saturday, and then you have a built-in day off after. Agreed. There you go. Yeah, thanks, it, it man. seems. And again, yeah. I know. As as the other caller just said, there is a there is a big man you know productivity loss on that Monday. Why not just acquiesce? Why not just do it? Just do it. Listen, and uh, so this this teenager, like Shia LaBeouf told us, this teenager, just do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this teenager that that posted this petition, you know, like you said, Steve, it's not going to do anything. No, although creep. If things like this keep happening year after year after year, and there's more of them year after year after year, they may one day. Years from now, sit up and take notice. I don't know. So it doesn't hurt, I don't think. Marissa? You know, everybody who works for the NFL is off on Monday. Are they really? Yeah. You scumbags. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on. I don't know if it's everybody, but I know, like, the teams, they are off on the day after the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Okay. So there you go. Yeah, all right. Anyway, listen, uh, another thing I noticed, we yeah. got to take a break. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because no, we got to. notice it's time to wrap up. Yeah, the meaning of the reason behind that is because we want to uh, make sure that we're on time to get you the word for easy money. We have another $1,000 to give away. We get the honor of being the first ones to do it in the day. Um, then Pierre's got your shot, and then uh, Jackson, five times all told before the day is up. So we'll take a break, come back in a second, do that thing, and also get to the bizarre file. Rich Voss is going to be in our studio. We have more guests as well to tell you about in a bit. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Highly suspect. Ozzy Osbourne. The Who, featuring Ashes to New. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. And it's brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins, Delaware, 
Diamonds and NYPD lieutenant and sergeant were stripped of their guns and shields after they were caught having drunken sex in the bathroom of a government building where the department has offices. Lieutenant Brandy Sanchez and Sergeant Sergeant Lambros Gavalas (laughs) were placed on modified assignment after two other cops caught them in a 12th floor bathroom. Sanchez works for the NYPD's Family Assistance Section, which has offices in the building and provides comfort and care to families of police officers who die in the line of duty. Loosen your bullets. Gavilas is assigned to the department's grand larceny section and was on duty at the time of the incident. Sanchez was also on duty, but it was about five minutes away from ending her tour. Okay. Uh, Sanchez, who was drunk and belligerent when asked about... Her bathroom stall romp was uh, departmentally charged with being unfit for duty. I was just bagging a co-worker. Gavilis was disciplined for misuse of department time. An NYPD sergeant entered the bathroom and found Gavilis and Sanchez in the stall apparently having sex. Disgusting. The sergeant ran out to grab a lieutenant who ordered the two out of the bathroom, but... The couple kept going, according to sources. We don't want them. After a second warning, Gavilis left the stall and the bathroom without saying a word to the sergeant and lieutenant. Sanchez stayed behind and was so intoxicated <laughs> that she couldn't immediately answer any questions. Wow, and she was at work that way. Yeah, so they are both uh, facing discipline, uh, obviously, as when you can imagine. we have sex, uh, us amongst us, the show members, we go out to the parking lot. We do it sober, too, right. please. In Pittsburgh, last week, a woman was stabbed in the face by another woman during a fight over shrimp. Okay. <laughs> they say the incident wow. happened at home, and the two women were fighting over a bag of shrimp. I think like a leg stab. You don't go right for the face in a shrimp fight. No. One one hit the other with a stick, and then the second woman grabbed a pair of scissors and stabbed the first woman in the face. Is that a proper upgrade from stick to scissors? Over a bag of shrimp. In the- Police haven't released the condition of the stabbing victim and no word on the charges that anyone is facing at this point. Were they jumbo shrimp? They didn't indicate. I don't know. A fight broke out Saturday at uh, Defy Seattle, an indoor trampoline park, and the brawl was caught on a cell phone camera. Witnesses say it started between two teenage boys playing dodgeball, and then it quickly escalated. At one point... Uh, You can see one woman tackle another woman to the ground, pulling her hair. Wow. A teen knocks over another teenage boy, and you can see his head is bleeding. Throughout the fight, employees dressed in black and white shirts intervened to try to stop it. One mother and her son went to the emergency room to be treated. Let me get this straight. They were playing dodgeball while on trampolines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Yeah. these trampoline parks, you can do stuff like that. They do that? Yeah. Wow. Uh, her son had a cut on his head. Police are recommending that the f- women who instigated the fight be charged uh, with fourth-degree assault, and they are still deciding if the juvenile involved in the fight will face charges. It's exhausting when you do dodgeball on trampolines. Yeah. Like at a kid's party. Good workout. Oh, my God. It wears you out so fast. A check on a reported burglary ended up involving a charging canine, a mad cow, and two people with minor injuries. A deputy... <laughs> Deputy had responded to a report of a po- of a possible burglary in progress. The deputy took his canine out of his patrol car while waiting for backup to arrive. Uh, the report stated that the deputy took his canine out. A cow nearby distracted the dog, and he subsequently bit the cow. 
in an attempt to protect the cow from injuries, the deputy had to tase his own canine unit. Sounds like an utter catastrophe. Hey! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You didn't see it coming, did you? I didn't. I never do. No. Uh, the dog was taken into uh, leash control and returned to the deputy's vehicle. Reacting to the dog, the cow then struck the deputy and a female property owner, and their injuries were determined to be minor. Uh, the to ma- guy tried to poke the cow in the face, present, but the cow raised its hand to block the spread fingers. Oh, okay. Just like the, the three, three stooges. Uh, to make matters worse, the burglary that was reported was unfounded. There was no break-in. Oh, and uh, That's all, crazy. All that over nothing. A serial pooper has been caught in Ashland, Massachusetts. Andrea Grosser, 51 years old. Yeah, she couldn't get grosser. Was allegedly caught dropping her pants <laughs> near the uh, Natick Outdoor Store on Wednesday morning. One of the best mugshots I've ever seen. Uh, police say, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. my God, she's crying. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, bawling. We're looking, we're looking at a video, a picture it of me pooping. Uh, police say they had been investigating since oh, the man. fecal matter started appearing in the parking lot last month. So this is happening regularly. Something she dug doing. Police say when they confronted Grocer, she said that she had irritable bowels, irritable bowel syndrome and was on her way to her job as a nanny. But... She was also allegedly seen waiting for about 10 minutes for a nearby train and other traffic to clear out before doing the deed. Uh, she was charged with wanton destruction of property. You know what you can do is, like, collect your feces and drop it off at a place you don't like as opposed to actually squatting and taking a dump. You you could, Listen, I understand. We certainly understand the the, the medical conditions that, that might promote something like this or cause something like this. But you're right, Preston. You could go in a bag and throw it out. Right. She, uh, she. I, I think she was doing it on purpose for some reason. Some people get off on yeah. taking a dump outside. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the way that sounds. Some people get off on taking a dump outside. Hey, a, a man in St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg, Florida, was arrested Tuesday morning for setting a fire inside his apartment because he wanted to stay warm. You yeah. know, they've been going through a cold snap sure. in yeah. FLA. Why don't you set the couch on fire? That'll toast things up a bit. 66-year-old Mark uh, Ockrent allegedly set fire to a stack of paperwork in his apartment around 3 a.m., and police report the flames were large enough to set off smoke detectors. No one Oh, was- that's what they do. Was injured, but uh, Ockrent has been charged with arson in the first degree. Police also say he had several other opportunities available that he could have helped himself to get warm with. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. You have just a couple of more minutes left to send the word show over to us for easy money. We're going till 8.15, and then it is shut off. So... Text the word show to 45911, or you can enter it through the mobile app or contest page at WMMR.com, and you just might win. Good luck to you. Speaking of winning, our friends from Lee's Hoagie House are here this morning. Thank God I was hungry, and they brought some fantastic sandwiches for us here this morning. It's a great spread out there. Uh, They can also cater your big game party. Don't uh, forget about that. No party is too big or too small. Lee's Hoagie House has been uh, feeding Philly football fans with... The best hoagies, cheesesteaks, and wraps since 1953. Find yours at leeshoagiehouse.com. And I've got some uh, $50 gift cards to give away. So I'll take callers uh, 17 and 18, and you'll get a $50 gift card to Lee's Hoagie House, 215-263-WMMR. And I want to thank uh, Josh for coming by the franchisee that brought the food here this morning. His uh, He's located at, uh, at Temple and 11th and Locust Stores. What? Nice. It says Temple and 11th and Locust Stores. And I guess it's the Temple location at 11th and Locust. Is that it, Josh? 
Where's Josh? Josh left. Josh is feeding people. Marissa's is giving a thumbs up. Fair enough. So call now. We can set you up. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have Dorothy on from the band Dorothy. Yeah. Uh, and our buddy Rich Voss is stopping by this morning as well. We'll return shortly. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve in WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, I Hate Steven singercom And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hey, it's Preston. Listen, thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. Keep listening to the Preston and Steve Show to find out when we're headed back to Jack Frost Mountain for the 14th annual Cardboard Classic. And visit JFBB.com anytime for conditions and to view their live webcam. JFBB, where the snow comes first. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest has uh, appeared at the MMRBQ and uh, Dorothy working on the third album. We're gonna we're gonna ask about that, but uh, the meat of this interview is about uh, some um, uh, physical issues that Dorothy's been having and what she did to try to fix that problem. And I've heard of this many times, on more than one occasion, yeah. and it has to do with breast implants. So, first of all, let's welcome Dorothy to Yay! the show. This morning, hey Dorothy. Oh, guys, are you there? We lost you for just a second. I'm I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. now we can hear you. Well, thanks for coming on. We appreciate this. And um, was reading about the issues that you had not too long ago, and uh, you recently had your breast implants removed. What I wanted to, to start with is, how long ago did you get these, and then when when did you start feeling that that something was wrong? Th- that's right. Um, I got them over ten years ago, and you know around the 10-year mark is typically when women start experiencing these breast implant illness symptoms. But I didn't too, I didn't put the two and two together for such a long time. I just never felt good. I had to lay down in the middle of the day because I was just fatigued and dizzy and didn't know like what was going on, even though my blood work was normal. So it took me a long time to put this together. And uh, I kept having all these weird symptoms. And if you want a list of the symptoms that women get, um, as well as a bunch of other tools and, and information, you can go to healingbreastimplantillness.com. So, yeah, so, yeah, so I, we've, we've heard, you know, again, throughout, throughout the years, I've heard stories and now more and more stories. This is a very popular surgery. But are these are these particular set of uh, symptoms, are they mostly associated with silicone breast implants? No, not just silicone, but all of them. All of what them. You're doing, yeah, um, the silicone ones are more dangerous. They obviously, um, you know, if silicone gets into your bloodstream and your body, it's it's a problem. And they did a recall on the textured silicone implants for being linked to lymphoma. Okay. So it's yeah, it's causing cancer. It's not not good. Allergan, the company that makes these textured um, implants, recalled them. So more and more women are getting sick and reporting these symptoms. And you know. It's not recognized by the medical community as an illness, and but the data and the women don't lie, and uh, they are reporting this stuff. And some of these doctors are just like, "Oh, it's it's in your head, and that's not a real illness." But there's so many women that are coming forward, 
and tell you know telling their story about this. I mean, Adrienne Curry, top model, is talking about it. Right. It's it's something to be to be um, uh, considered. Obviously, there's there's so much information and so many um, women out there who've had this situation. And as you were saying, so you you get them, and then years down the road, you're having these experiences. You're not immediately connecting them to the the um, the breast implants. Is there so? This is a very popular procedure. Is there any form of this that is considered safe? Any breast implant or breast augmentation procedure that is considered the safest? Okay, well, I'm not a doctor, but yeah. I have done a lot of research, and I've I had a great, amazing, wonderful plastic surgeon who performed my uh, total capsulectomy and block removal, which means you take out the capsule surrounding the implant. Otherwise, your symptoms don't go away. Oh, okay. But... He, he explained to me, you know, 95% of women report feeling better after taking it out. Doesn't aff- it doesn't affect every single person. Some some women are okay with it, but a, an overwhelming majority, a lot of them are not. And wh- the reason for that is the body's fighting something it doesn't understand. So it's like a autoimmune response from the body trying to get these implants out, but, but the body can't do that. So, you know, you're... My hair started falling out in the oh, shower. Wow. How, how, getting... how, how soon after you had the procedure to get them taken out did you start feeling like your old self again? Okay, so I'm only 13 days post-surgery. Oh. Um, I'm having a little bit of post-surgery depression, okay. to be quite honest. But I will say that I immediately felt better. Huh. I did. I felt like the weight lifted off me, not just off my chest. Yeah. I mean, like a mental... It was very weird, like a mental weight lifted. I felt a little more clear, even though they had you, you know, they put you on these crazy drugs. (laughs) So um, even though I still felt a big difference, um, but I'm still, you know, in recovery right now. I'm still recovering. Well, thank you for taking time to to call us this morning. I know also know that it's like five o'clock in the morning where you're at. So we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to to call us and, and let us know all you know this is like kind of like sensitive information and stuff. I do have a question about um, when and why you got the implants to begin with. Uh, w- were the implants something that you wanted? You know, we we don't necessarily know all the ins and outs of, of show business. But, you know, did somebody suggest somebody it? suggest it to you because you were you know a, a front person for for a rock band? Absolutely. No, it had nothing to do with uh, show business really specifically. Okay. But I went through this whole psychological journey with these implants where I was in an abusive relationship over 10 years ago. I mean, and this guy would just mentally grind me down just, you know, to keep control of me and kind of, you know, it was manipulation and it got to me, finally got to me. And he would say things like, uh, you would be a ten. you need implants. You would be a ten if you got implants. Oh, so oh, yeah, yeah. You know that's the one thing you're missing. You need you need uh, to get implants in like a cool car and like you know stuff like that. And it, when you say that to someone and you're in a, an abusive cycle and you're doing it over and over again, I mean it's going to get to them eventually. So. Sure, sure. Yeah. The funny thing was I got them after I left this person. It took me eight or nine times to try to really leave this person. Wow. Well. To be honest, and we've heard it uh, uh, again that from a number of people where they they break up and then they do get they get a like a boob job and they 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 reset themselves and they you know they kind of want to be their their best selves. As you say, there are a lot of people out there who have this and 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 they're doing fine. But it, it's worth noting that if you are someone who's had breast implants and you're feeling some some things that just don't seem quite right that you can't get a handle on, this might be something worth exploring. And is, is it referred to as as Bill for short? 
uh, breast implant illness. Uh, yeah, BII. Okay. All right. Uh, BII. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, uh, and uh, and so how? I assume a lot of the psychosomatic after the surgery. You you were worried about this, and you're you're feeling better. But in general, how long do they tell you it'll take before you start to? Uh, feel your old self and, and and everything will come back online the way you're hoping it will? I mean, I'm sure it's, it's different for everyone. You have to really take it easy for several weeks. I can't do any, I can't work out for a few weeks. I can't um, lift anything heavy or, you know, right. do anything like that for a few weeks. But, um, I mean, they put me on Percocet for, you know, and I took it for the first week and I loved it. It was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but if, I, uh, I don't want to get hooked on it, you know, but um, right. there's Scary. a sense of, it's interesting. I, I started feeling a sense of loss and a, a little bit like, almost like a sense of grief, like almost like I had just had an abortion or something, like a piece of myself was gone, you know. It, it's not that, um, it's not about the implants and the breasts themselves. I have scars now that I'm going to look at, but my doctor was so incredible. He did a, he performed a, the end block capsulectomy. And then he gave me a lift. So I'm back to my original cup size. Okay. And the shape is as close as, you know, humanly possible. But this is going to be with me the rest of my life. It's just changed my body. But it's the psychological part of going through getting them for that reason and then having them for 10 years. And they've slowly made me sicker and sicker. Mm. Um, and I, I kept saying, you know, I'm not religious or anything, but I have a higher power and I'm also in recovery for drugs and alcohol, but yeah, I, I just kept saying like, what the hell is wrong with me? You know, just give me a sign, something. I woke up, I kid you not, this thought woke me up out of nowhere. Take your implants out. And I just knew. Wow. And that's when I started, that's when I started Googling, researching, and I found healingbreastimplantillness.com. I read the symptoms. I almost, I almost spit my coffee out. You know, when I saw this list of symptoms, I was like, that's me. I have most of those, which is insane. You know, so it's it, it, it's weird because we hear you talk about this, and and you know, you're 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 a beautiful woman. We, you know, and 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 there's obviously the uh, this this abusive person in your life telling you you weren't you weren't everything that you know you could be, and you you heard about this stuff. We hear this a lot of times, and we'll some people we know we've encountered them who are like, well, we you, you're going to do that? Why? Again, it's a personal choice if you want, if it makes you feel better at the end of the day and, and, and you do your research and you want to do it. But a lot of times, uh, you know, we, we find ourselves, we'll look at each other and say, why is this person doing this? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard for, uh, well, troglodytes like Steve and I to yeah, see yeah. beautiful <laughs> beautiful and talented and really cool people right. have these anxiety issues. But listen, we're all human beings. And it's all, it's your reality is your reality. Right, exactly. Well, we're all troglodytes, yeah. <laughs> um, You know, so I think, uh, you know, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know how to put it, but, uh, you know, some of the best music out there uh, comes from really, really... Um, Dark pay- <laughs> yeah, absolutely. some really messed up people, right? <laughs> um, is and I know that um, that you're working on your third album right now. Or, or you know, are you taking anything from this experience? Absolutely, absolutely. This third album is going to be so rock and roll. It's going to be so much fun. I I wrote a bunch of songs with Keith Wallen from Breaking Benjamin. I love him. He's uh, an incredible songwriter. I mean, we we just have this chemistry with the songwriting. It's just so fun. And, um, you know, he came up to me when I was on tour with them and was like, do you want to write? And I was like, hell yeah, dude, I want to write. Let's do it. And it was so easy. It was like very meant to be to write together. So he's 
done a bunch of songs with me. Stevie DeCane from Buck Cherry and I got together, started working. Nice. Uh, I did a couple songs with Justin Hawkins in the darkness. I love him. He's so wonderful and sweet. Um, so, th- yeah, this album is like more my vision of what I would want for a rock album and what I want for my band. And I think it'll be really great for the fans. I think it's kind of what they are craving. Uh, are so. there any, are there any songs um, about you being a ten? Because you are a ten right now. I just uh, you oh. know. Oh, that's so sweet. No. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of songs about me being borderline and alcoholic. And, uh, you well, know. That's rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> it's all part of the deal. No, I, I mean, I, listen, I get concerned for you. I, you know, I'm, I'm coming up on, on eight years of sobriety myself, and when something like that happens and you have to take pain medication, it's like you can't um, – you can't uh, punish yourself because you have a disease, right? But, like, you know, I have a friend of mine who, uh, you know, same exact thing, but he he was in a workplace accident and he had to go uh. on, on pain medications as a result. And, and and thankfully, he was able to do the pain management and, and, and get through it. And, and he's been, you know, years since that accident. But, like, you know, it's it's kind of like a, a, a scary realm that you're entering. So, you know, I, I wish you the best of luck and, and stay strong in there. Congratulations on your sobriety. That's so amazing and inspiring, and it touches a lot of people. So thank you for sharing that. So, Dorothy, you're you're working on an album. What does working on an album mean? Writing process in the studio, things like that? Uh, Yeah, mainly writing. Uh, I just launched a new website. Um, I'm really proud of the work that my uh, photographer friend, Courtney, did. She did my website. Um, So we just revamped the whole Dorothy look. We're about to just redo all the merchandise and give everybody something like new and fun to look at. But yeah, we have uh, quite a few songs written towards this album and I'm looking at producers and talking to different producers um, who wants to make this album, you know, who would be a good fit. But I'm looking to put out a single here soon, like as soon as possible, which means I have the song. I just have to choose it and get it recorded. Um, because I want you guys to have some new music. It's yes. Like, yeah, we yeah, totally. music. Are, are, you talking, are you talking maybe early summer or something like that? Yeah, I would say I'd put this single out before then. And, okay. and then after that, it's going to be boom, boom, one after the other. We're going to put music out, you know, um, and hopefully be able to just jump on a tour or go out and headline on these songs, you know, yeah. because you guys support us so much. It, it would be great to um, to start touring summer, fall. Yeah, you, know, you got to come fun. through here. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. Plenty of time for me and my boobies to recover. <laughs> Very good. Well, you, you know, with, with you, and, and you, when you came in here to the studio and you performed, we, we sensed you have, you, you know exactly what you want the band to be, what the music to be, what the message to be. And having all this, you talked about clearing, having a weight lifted off you. Are you feeling sort of a creative surge? Oh, yeah, I, I am. And I'm kind of just not letting anyone push me around or tell me what to do or, you know, or suggest anything. I'm like, no, this is what I want. This is what I'm doing. And I've completely taken control over. I'm redoing the website. We're doing it now. I'm not taking no for an answer and no, we should wait and we should, you know. Um, so there's there's a bunch of changes on, that have been going on in the Dorothy camp. But I still have my band and my wonderful sound guy, Scott, and everybody. I love them so much. They're so 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 wonderful. Well, it sounds great. So, it, we're very, it's we're very encouraged for you, and and uh, you know, it, it, it it's awesome to hear. In a way, you have to go through a little bit of pain to make the turn in your life that'll lead on to to greater things. But uh, you've done it, and you're on your way. 
that's what I hope, you know, yeah. and uh, if I, you know, if I learn anything, it's like, you know, share, share your story because someone needs to hear it. And I have a lot of them and I, I know that there's a lot of issues I talk about, but I'd rather talk about them and either look like a jackass or whatever. You know, people might go, oh, she, she wants attention or this is my life. These are real true stories. And yeah. I, I only want to be of service to other people. That's, you know, I don't get anything out of it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Listen, so, and, and, and no matter what you say, you know, you, you'll get haters. You'll get people that are, that are you know, going to clap back at you. But you, it sounds like you got your head in the right place. Said the most important thing is maybe some people are going to take some, uh, you know, take a look at their own situation, maybe do something to improve themselves. So, uh, yeah, and I'm the sure people that need the help. The people that need the help always clap louder than the haters. It's <laughs> yeah, true. All right. Well, good luck with everything, Dorothy. We will see you in the near future, hopefully. Okay. Oh, I love you guys so much. All right, Thank we you. love you. Appreciate it. Dorothy, yeah. guys. Could you imagine? Can you even imagine being in a relationship with her and criticizing her the way she she's stunning? But you know what that's cool. a result of. That's that the, the person she was involved with had all sorts of Self hate issues, yeah. and and so what? What do they do? They project it onto someone mm-hmm. else because they don't have the ability yeah. to deal with themselves. Yeah, he yeah. didn't feel so, worthy, enough. right? So they You're project right. it onto someone else. But it's amazing the effect that it can have. Somebody like that, who you know now is so super successful and is gorgeous, after the fact, after they broke up, still. Yeah. she still went to try to quote fix herself. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. What were you talking? Who were you talking to? And they, they were saying essentially. Um, you you are always in some way the person you were in high school. Oh yeah, yeah you're uh-huh. you're always that person. Yeah. Not sure. <laughs> yeah, and and with the same doubts. Hopefully, you get past certain issues, but at any point, some of those insecurities can be reignited. Yeah, and it's the truth. No, well, it's it can, absolutely, it can truth. be like little things. I was I was messaging. Remember, um, Doctor Clater, uh, who you met the the who I went in for Botox and I left running. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with all the needles laying <laughs> yeah. behind me, and I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. doing this. So I have like this little spot on my face. So I just messaged him like, Hey, do you have this type of laser that lasers it off? And of course, you know, he was like, No, but we have this. We can do this. Come in today. I was like, I can't. I'm busy. I can't come in today. What <laughs> <laughs> little thing do you have on your face? Like, Let me it's see. like a dark spot. You- you would. Oh you, my God! I, but listen, it drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. It drives me insane, but it is there. What is that? It's there. Are you know, <laughs> honestly, you unless you pointed it out, uh, it wouldn't be noticed. Dump. Hit dump. Yeah. Hit, well, hit the dump did, button. So no one can point it out. To <laughs> hey, uh, Steve. I mean, you, the, the bigger issue is that cable thick hair coming out of your back. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, that's gone. Is it? Yes. It oh, went away. Maybe the, maybe the dot back. on your face ate it. But listen, I have another one, and I'm not telling you where it is. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Another hair. Yes. And sometimes I'm like, how did it grow that long? And I didn't notice oh, it. Oh, I know, I know. The funniest what, thing. What happened? Is, and I'm sure you have it pressed in the morning where like, you, should, you look in the mirror. And you, like, uh, when I find a picture where I think I look human. Yeah. Keep this picture. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah. on to this yeah. picture. <laughs> but it also is freeing in a way because, you, you know, it's it's... Your expectations are so low. It's like, hey, yeah. But like Kathy's uh, thing on her face. I mean, like I'll, I'll look in the mirror, and the lighting has to be just right. Oh my god! And I'll see, you know, like long hairs growing off of my ear, and I'm like, <laughs> how long have I been walking around with this? And who all has noticed so, these hairs? Growing off of my ear that are like, you know, an inch long. The Comcast. We went to the Comcast building. We, the, Casey, you went into that bathroom. Uh-huh. All white, brilliantly <laughs> yeah. lit. 
I walked in and I looked at the mirror across the room and oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and I walked over and just took a whiz and walked out. Yeah. I was like I was like Dracula in a hall of mirrors. Uh, I looked in the mirror the other day and I had, uh, my eyebrows had bedhead. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yes. yes, Casey, that Your happens. eyebrows yes. are so long yes. that they have been bent into a certain shape from sleeping on them. By the way, what, is, what is the evolutionary process that determines that as you get older, yeah, the eyebrows. Your, ears, your ears need to be covered in a thick mat of hair to hide you from predators? Yeah. Oh man, there, my, there's so much. My eyebrows share. had bedhead. No, that is so accurate, Casey. Yeah. I love that. I was like, I can't. I'm, and I was like trying to wet them and everything. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, just, it didn't work. It didn't work. How cool when you, you, you know, the, the chicks love it when you're standing out in front of the place <laughs> with your comb combing your eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. Into a DA. Yeah. Um, Look at him. Oh, that guy's so cool combing his eyebrows. But like, you know, you, like, when you get a, like, a project done on your home, right? And there's, yeah. there's one tiny little imperfection. And that's when you walk into that room, that's immediately where your eyes go, yeah. sure. you know, and, and your face and your body is no different than, than your home. Yeah, okay. but my house could achieve perfection, whereas I'm a lost cause. <laughs> and I yeah. yeah, unless you go and get something lasered off like Kathy's going to get done. Well, <laughs> Kathy has an interesting relationship with all her medical people. She has them set up the equipment and then she flees the office. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it when he was like, oh, come yeah. in. I'm like, I am going to waste your time. Um, I yeah, No, yeah. I'm busy. I can't. Uh-huh. I, can you clear a block of like an hour? You're only going to need five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, listen. Uh, there's a there's a video that's been uh, that's been making the rounds. It's it's uh, getting some viral traction, uh, and it's uh, it's of a baby, and I'll get you the the origin of this in a moment. That is singing uh, the the song Thunderstruck by yes. ACDC, sort of. Yes. Edited video, and I'll I'll play the 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 video because we have the creator here in our studio. <laughs> The video was made from baby sounds taken over the course of a year. This is Matt McMillan who who made that video. Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm doing great. Nice to see you. So wait a minute. So you recorded, uh, what's your son's name, by the way? Son's name's Ryan. Ryan, and you recorded him for a whole year? Yeah, so basically anytime he made any kind of noise whatsoever, I'd whip out my phone and just start recording. Okay. He's adorable, by the way. Yeah. yeah adorable. Super duper cute. How old is he? He's a year and a half. Okay, so that six months you started uh, recording this yep. stuff. Uh, and how long did it take you to edit together this song? We, I uh, estimate about maybe 80 hours total over, oh the course, <laughs> over the course of about three months. Now, well, did you hear something in those sounds that said Thunderstruck, ACDC, to you, or did you have that in mind initially? Um, so I originally wanted to do We Will Rock You by Queen, uh, okay. but it was a little bit basic in my mind. And Thunderstruck has the lead guitar, rhythm guitar, vocals, percussion, everything, and it's also really quick, uh, so it worked for his short Short yes, clip. but this is what you do. I mean, you make these videos. I, I've been following you on Instagram for a while. Which uh, your Instagram account, by the way, is uh, Matt Mac makes stuff. It's a great account, and uh, you do you do pranks, you do funny photos, uh, and then this one caught my attention a week or so ago. 
and um, you'll take the notes that are associated with with Ryan, your baby, saying uh, making a noise, and you've made a whole bunch of songs with stuff that he's done. But for whatever reason, Thunderstruck is the one that took off. Right. So yeah, um, I basically took all the clips together and then dumped them into the computer, cut them down to just the sound itself, and then I I think there were about eighty three tones. Um, so I don't know if you guys have clips of the ascending pitch. Uh, wait, so we have pitch organized. Yeah, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, here. Is that what this is? That's essentially wow. that is essentially a chromatic scale. Yeah. So, so you assembled that, and that by that you were able to piece together the song. <laughs> yeah. So I assembled exactly assembled yep. that, and then basically by playing notes on a piano, pitch matched each note, so I could assign a note to each clip. So these weren't these weren't pitch shifted. You use the actual yeah, these, sounds. These are the actual. Because what you can do is you can take one person going ah like this, and and, and you can tune it, it up and down all over the place. But you took individual right. original sounds for each one of those. Yeah, that's a lot of work. So in the yeah. video, at any exactly. given point, when a baby's image, the baby's image is popping up, is the actual is that actual video of the note generated at yes. that time? Yeah. Okay. So the, that the visual... to me is the more Herculean short. Right. So the visual clip matches the audio clip. Okay. Wow. So uh, again. With, uh, the the people need to understand. Uh, so you know, anyone who does any sort of editing, even video editing, they say the meticulous nature, yeah, takes the, the the annoying <laughs> level of it, and then you can build it and then have it go wrong. Right. Uh, so eighty hours is actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty efficient. To be this. honest, that's why I quit doing video editing. I used yeah. to to do it with family videos and stuff, yeah. but it was so time consuming. And it's frustrating if you it don't is. get it like exactly how you want it. I can't. Even imagine <laughs> the process. You need to be a calm person to do yeah. this. That's why audio allows you. You can bury flubs. A lot. You're not seeing a visual that that that, that you know. Nick Murphy is a, is a genius at this stuff. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, you know. You throw yourself into it. How has the reaction been? Nick was talking about uh, it taking off. Uh, yeah, it's, getting it's, traction. I think it's almost to a million views across social media. Um, Mostly positive uh, feedback. There have been a couple. Child of, services has gotten been a involved. couple negative uh, people saying that their ears are bleeding. Uh, they're sure. getting they're getting indigestion from listening to this. Has anybody from the uh, even remotely connected to the ACDC camp gotten in touch with you? No, I, I tagged them on social media. Haven't heard anything. Okay, like that. I, this would be a no brainer. We have a couple other clips. It says baby three notes. I don't so, know. What this yeah. Is. Okay. So basically, Please. of the eighty three uh, tones or eighty three clips with tones, I basically. Uh, weeded them down to 21 individual notes, and okay. so these are the the notes that I got. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's your musical training, by the way? <laughs> uh, I played violin in elementary school All for right. about eight years. That's okay, great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then it says percussion. What's so the this? percussion, um, basically, I, I used a sneeze for a, <laughs> a sneeze for cymbals, a him hitting the floor for a snare drum, and then him hitting a sofa for the bass drum. When you're saying him hitting the floor, him punching the floor, not you throwing him on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. All right, here we go. So that's the high. That's uh, the cymbal or hi hat, yep. right? So that's a sneeze. And then I think the next is the bass drum. Okay, <laughs> so that's him hitting the sofa. All right, yeah. and then and then. That's a snare drum. Yep, that's he, him hitting, he's the, hitting floor. the floor with that, like an open yep. palm. Okay. Uh, then we have a clip of We Will Rock You. This is you playing around with a little bit with this that? This was, yeah, the first experiment, just getting his sneezes <laughs> and beats, and yeah, We Will Rock You. All right, here we go. 
Are you gonna do? Are you gonna finish that? You think? Or I, I might. I have a couple other <laughs> other songs oh, in mind that I might try out. And then it says here we have Ella, little drummer boy. What's that? So uh, my daughter's name's Ella. She's three and a half. And I first did this with her about three years ago. And I got the idea when she would basically sing songs to herself, not any particular song, but she would make enough tones that she was almost singing musical notes. So that's when I first started recording her. And I had less notes than I have for Ryan, but. When I had notes for her, it was around Christmas time, and I created two songs. First was Little Drummer Boy, and then also did Carol of the Bells. Okay, here we go. Here's Little Drummer Boy. Her sneeze. Her yeah. sneeze. All right. And then Carol of the Bells, Casey. Uh, yeah. Let's try this one out. Here we go. <laughs> Listen, I, Matt, at some point, or at several points maybe, I would imagine you would have to walk away from this because it would that sound would drive you crazy after it, a while. It does, and there were multiple occasions where my wife would come up thinking that either the kids are crying or yeah. making noises just to be, you know, me working on the video. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. it's crazy stuff. You, you'll wow. hear sometimes people will take, you know, uh, just audio clips of people and we work them into different sentences. It just it takes a lot, but this is this is an amazing thing. What's what would be your holy grail song to do this to? I I was thinking what would be your masterpiece? Maybe like Bohemian Rhapsody, something with it. a lot of harmonies. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That would take forever. It oh would. my god! Absolutely. Wow. It's also funny to see which take off and which don't. For whatever reason, this thunderstruck it hit, and it's a yeah. It's like approaching seven hundred thousand views on YouTube now. If you want to see the video or you haven't yet, it's up on PrestonandSteve.com. <laughs> but for whatever reason, this one hit a chord. I want to say, have we met before? Because you look very familiar to me. Um, I was actually at the Camp Out for Hunger, and we were the couple that was holding up the bear smoking the bench bong. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. All right. It's the pulling together of two great God. legends in, in uh, Delco. Oh, that's great. Delco oh, yeah. Bear and the Delco Bench. Well, that's a lot of fun, and all that work deserves your recognition well, because you. that's a lot of time spent, man. That's uh, that's great. What video uh, editing program are you using? I use Final Cut Pro 7, which is all but extinct right now, but it's what I'm used to. Yeah. No, well, it's honestly, it was. It used to be the industry leader, and now there's, uh, I guess, the um, uh, the audition, the Adobe stuff is, yep. is taken over, yeah. Wow. Um, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. nice work, Thanks. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you. Matt McMillan, guys. guys. Yeah. That's funny. I love it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lee's Hoagie House is here. we got free food for all our guests here this morning. we got free food for you to be because I have $50 gift certificates. Lee, 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 Lee. Yes, and Lee's Hoagie House is now accepting party orders for next Sunday. So contact your local Lee's now. 
and get the best hoagies, cheesesteaks, and wraps around for the game next Sunday. Lee's Hoagie House, same as it ever was. We'll take caller number 12 and give you a $50 gift certificate, 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Totally Office Calendar 2020. Shot on location at the Met, Philadelphia. 12 magnificent months featuring the most gorgeous girls and our loveliest listeners. On sale now for just 15 bucks in the MMR Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Order by this Friday to have it in time for the holidays or get your hands on a free copy at an upcoming calendar raid while meeting the girls and members of the show. Details at WMMR.com. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. That's our next guest. Going to meet Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. Uh, he's been out at the Camp Out for Hunger and helped us out on many occasions, and we're happy to have him back here. Ladies and gentlemen, Rich Vaughn. Yeah! yeah. He's in Philadelphia. Uh, thank you for having Well, real quick, what a great reader you are. You're not <laughs> one mistake. You flew through that. <laughs> do you think you could do that? No, do I think? I know I couldn't do that. I would stop at the third word and go, let's start over. Yeah, yeah. But uh, here's my uh, thought, uh, and I love the hunger. Uh, Give up hunger? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm going to put this out there that I should be the host every year. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Well, I host the Patrice Benefit every year in New York, okay. 2,000 people. And I know uh, you guys have great comics, but I'm probably the best host <laughs> around. No, you yeah. were a great host. We're not going to argue. You know, and, yeah. and I think, it. you know, somehow we put my name in the title. And <laughs> Rich maybe, Boss's Comedy Night. I like it. And we, like and, it yeah. and we Dude, were, we'll hold you to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, we'll call it the Rich Voss Camp Out for Hunger. Well, I just like the fact that I got a, a Dunkin' Donuts gift card out of it. <laughs> cool. Because I'm a big Dunkin' Donuts fan. <laughs> yeah. Is that uh, all know. we gave you? No. No. No, a couple things, yeah, a couple things, but the Dunkin' Donuts stood <laughs> hey, out. We, right. We're Dom didn't enjoy it too much this Who? year. Dom, Dom Irera, yeah. he, he just was, he didn't really dig doing it. He well, did, he did really well. I thought he did great. Well, Dom also, always does well. He's great. So yeah. what's, what's crazy is, so it's 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 a room that's not necessarily built for comedy, right? So it's yeah. it is it's deep, it's not shallow, and it's got high ceilings. So yeah. what's what's weird is he couldn't hear the laughs. I was in the crowd. And so I had to tell him afterwards, and, and Robert Kelly was uh, the same thing. He was like, I don't know what Dom was hearing up on stage because what we were hearing in the crowd were people really, yeah. really digging his act. But he couldn't hear that. See, that's the yeah. difference. Those guys go for laughs, not me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's all, that's all ego. And ego, ego is easing God out. So I'm it's up so there. It's so selfish. It is. Yeah. It's all about the See, I'm up there just <laughs> to get food for the homeless yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. if if things work out fine but you know as seasoned com- comics as yeah. they are they could tell by the expressions on their faces they're having a good time right. if they know how to read the audience yeah. you know i mean i could see you know bobby's used to not getting those type of laughs. <laughs> uh, but uh, bobby is one of my one of the funniest human beings on the planet he crushed it that night he, he really did crush it that night is a monster! How 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 strong he is, dude. His 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 bit in your uh, your roast was hilarious, and I I, I tell people the, the the roast that they did to you. Uh, all the comedians yeah. came together again. I, I I cite it as a perfect example of what roast should be. Yeah. But he was on fire that night. Well, well, we're we're on tour. I mean, I'm plugging helium, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But we're on tour, and it's creeps Bob, for kids. Yeah, creeps for kids. Bobby, myself, Florentine, and Bennington. 
So we're backstage. I think we're in Boston, and they had these little subs. I don't. I think it's called Little John. Whatever. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know. Uh, and he pulls out like a number five, and he's doing the history of the sub, how he <laughs> gained weight, and it started with the sub, and he's holding and talking to it. And right as he's almost done, I slap it out of his hand on, on camera. And, I mean, a lot of things are fun, more funny uh, when you see him because it's visual. Yeah. But just smacking a sandwich out of Bobby's hand uh-huh. probably made my ear. It, it could be dangerous, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be a dangerous yeah. thing. So you but, you had a joke at the uh, at the comedy night last year about um, Louis C.K. It was... Yeah. I thought it was a joke of the night. It was so good, and I, I, I would imagine you, you ran in the same circles or run in the same circles. That, that, would he appreciate that joke, or would he be? Yeah, listen, I don't care <laughs> how millionaires think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, really? He's, yeah. he's not going to care. Who cares? He's a comic. He probably yeah. would like that joke, yeah, yeah. or maybe not. But guess what? You know, he's yeah. doing fine. He's yeah. doing he's fine. Doing fine. Doing all right. You know, uh, it was it's, funny then. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I could do it. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, you just do I, I kind of wrote that joke so comics would laugh. Real, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I kind of want to hear it. Huh? I, I kind of want to hear it. Well, maybe you come see me at the <laughs> uh, Maybe fork up a little money. All right. Oh, the tickets for uh, here. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not. Uh, whatever. I'm just saying I do bad, whatever, bad gigs, and I had to do, and I'll do it radio-wise, and yeah. I had to do recently the upstairs of a, you know, I talk about the good gigs. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And then recently I had to do the upstairs of a firehouse. Yeah. I go, remember 14 years ago, I was sitting in a hotel room in Aspen, Colorado, and I'm watching Louis C.K. <laughs> I go, you sure I'll never work a firehouse? <laughs> and right when it landed, he said, I can't make any promises. <laughs> See how I clean that up? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, they call me Richard Radio Clean now. <laughs> because I'm a new person ever since I saw the Mr. Rogers movie, and I'm just trying to be a nicer... Did, did that change your life, the new the Tom Hanks film? Well, you know one thing that really hit me? I mean, my... Okay, here's the deal about marriage and life. And, you know, in the beginning you get married, it's all fun and games and Your stuff. lovely wife is Bonnie McFarlane. Yeah, you know, but now my wife is is a vegan a full-blown feminist, and I just found out she's pro-Palestinian. <laughs> and, and I'm a Jew, so do you it's know how problem. aggravating it is to live with a vegan? <laughs> so, <laughs> so my wife... That's my the stumbling wife, block? Yeah, yeah. My wife and my 12-year-old is, is, is a vegan. So, and, and, and when Mr. Rogers... Mr. Roger, <laughs> in the movie, when, yeah. when he was sitting, Tom Hanks, who has such a great sense of humor, as you saw at the Golden Globes, uh, <laughs> he was in the movie Punchline. You think he would have got it? Yeah. So, in the in that movie, he said, "I don't eat anything with a mother," which you know was kind of like it's kind of you know. Right, what yeah, I mean? yeah. So I only eat the mothers now. Uh, <laughs> I don't eat. I eat everything with a baby. <laughs> But, uh, no, I'm trying, like, I'm trying, like, I haven't had red meat in 30 years, but this week I'm trying not to eat any, you know, turkey and, and chicken, just go with fish. Are you, Maybe. okay, so I, I'm yeah. kind of shifted that way, like, I used to despise fish, and now I eat uh, salmon, I love salmon, somehow I, and that's Delicious. So pescatarian, right, is that what they call you? If you no, guess? that's a religion. <laughs> that's a, yeah, I guess it's something I, like I, that. I was confused. But I'll I, eat eggs. 
Yeah. Eggs, you kind of have to. Yeah. yeah. But besides, base. eggs keep going back and forth, <laughs> yeah. whether they're good or bad for you. Yeah. I'll, I, never, I'll never give up cheese. I could never. Yeah, ever, that's ever the t- do I'm that. trying to give up dairy, too. That's Are you? Dairy. Is How do you much. do that? Uh, you stop. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, like, especially with coffee. So now I got to either have almond milk, oh, which almond. everybody's against you because it takes so much water to grow, like, one almond in California where there, there's a drought, uh, you know, every yeah. other day and there's fires and just to grow an almond. So <laughs> old, you know, hippie Rich Voss could have almond milk. <laughs> or, I, you know, I carry that, you know, the cremora, the powdered stuff. Yeah. So do I not have dairy? And fill myself with as many chemicals as I possibly can. <laughs> right. You know what I mean. So it's it's so hard to find an even medium in life when it comes to eating, or you know what I mean. Because somebody somewhere is picking up the tab for it. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, it's crazy. At my age, why would I just all of a sudden? Oh, now I'm not going to stop eating <laughs> chicken and turkey. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's what's going to give me an extra two days. Yeah. My brother has um, he has made a a major shift in his life, which is crazy because he was like not the healthiest person back in the day. Um, but uh, he he eats by a, an app called Fujicate. Did you ever hear of that? Mm-mm. It basically, if you put in whatever type of food, and you know we're talking, uh, you know, store brand stuff, yeah, you know, the stuff you buy off the shelf or whatever, you, you type it in there, and it will give it a grade, right, based on like the additives and preservatives and all oh, that. Oh, food yeah. Fujicate. I thought it was like a Japanese site. Okay. No, yeah. no, no. It's like educate <laughs> yeah. but with food. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy. Thanks for explaining that. Go ahead. <laughs> but um, Is that educate? It's it's like educate but food <laughs> yeah. instead. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll tell you it, how... He doesn't eat anything that's that's below a B, right? So like um, it's like B, he'll only eat like B plus and above. And, and oh, so what? And what? What? What, what, a, what a little white privilege that is! Oh, uh, excuse me, I'm not going to eat with the C people. How dare you come near me, D? <laughs> what? what ranks? What ranks in the A category? I mean, uh, all like Whole Foods. Okay, you know? right. uh, the whole the whole store. You know who sponsors <laughs> no, 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 that not... app? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, not not the store Whole Foods. Just yeah. foods oh, that are right, right. Yeah. Did you see the movie uh, Judy? Not yet. A Judy no. Garland, right? Yeah, um, I hear it's great. Amazing. She's winning awards like How, crazy. Well, it's going to be tough because <clears throat> the 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 lady that played Harry for Harriet Tubman yeah. was also great, too. You know, but I thought, I mean, she was amazing. You're watching this movie. She lived a healthy life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She, she was amazing, but I can't, I, she, I can't stop staring at her lips. Uh, uh, it's, Ray it's like part of it is like paralyzed. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it, it, it was hard for me. It was a good movie, but yeah. I focused on her lips. Well, that's maybe your tendency. <laughs> I focused on her acting. But I'm different since I've been working with the Academy. Uh, <laughs> and you have, though. You yeah. you, you punched up... Uh, <laughs> well, I've done... I've done no, I mean, I, I vote now. Oh, you do? Except, yeah, I make the final. You get votes? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm a B headliner at a C club Wait a second. next week. Damn. <laughs> next week. <laughs> next week. Next, next week. But listen, Ross, do you, do you, uh, with, uh, with the, um, you know. Uh, uh, he just called you Ross. That's Ross. okay. It's Rich and Ross together. I'm not going to go after the main. Rich, <laughs> <Ross>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you're, with the uh, uh, awards uh 
time of year it is right now. These, yeah. are, you know, of course, the Grammys are coming up, and then you got the Oscars after that. Do you, uh, when it comes to movies, do you try to see as many of the nominated films as you can, so you kind of have some stake in it? Well, let me tell you something, Reston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, I don't have any say, but we get all the movies sent to us. You know, you're an Academy member, yes? No, I'm in SAG. SAG. We're brothers then. Yeah, and then and my wife gets from the Writers Guild, so we got we get TV shows, we get everything coming in. Uh, So yeah, I try to watch as many as I can, just to you know. uh, Some I thought, look it. My opinion, the hustle. There's no reason why. Nah, I can't. Why would I attack and say she shouldn't deserve an Oscar? Was she, she Jennifer Lopez? Oh, you said it not me. <laughs> and why would she be up for an Oscar? That wasn't a great movie. Or how hard was that performance? If you compare that to Harriet. Or 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 Judy Garland, it, it's like an open mic. But you me. you know the process is is this lobbying that goes on, and it starts it starts the second a movie comes out, and they and that's look at look what the happen, is happening with the Grammy Sunday night. There are all sorts of controversies arising as to there's somebody who was I, I forget what position, but a really high up person in the Grammy structure who says. There are at least one or two songs in the best song of the year category that should not be in there uh-huh. and, and knows the politics of how these things get nominated. So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. you got to play the game a, a bit, I guess. But I last two years ago, one of my I have a new album out now, which should have been up for a Grammy <laughs> when I saw Hamilton on iTunes. But my last one, I met some publicist, this and that I can get you seen. I, I ended yeah. up paying a thousand dollars to her. And I don't know why. Nothing. Just to get, yeah. They, oh, just trying to get you into that uh, award cir- circuit and, yeah, and all? Yeah, wow. yeah. And I, maybe she did. I think she did. Who knows? Uh, but I guess it, it is. It's it, If you have the biggest publicist and record company and all this money behind you, yeah, they're going to push it because the money they invest, if you win, it's going to double coming back. Right? It's, it's funny, though, Rich, because the... Um, that all of these these budgets and they figure this in and still what happens is they tend to take someone who's got the glow and the, like every like the next year they'll they'll look at their work and then you know uh, like when Tom Hanks was hot everything he did would get nominated and so this may have been a very good performance here but they then you start to fall out of favor and and that's the deal um did you know I, Diana Ross never won a Grammy? And the only Grammy what? That, yeah, Diana yeah. Ross, the only Grammy she ever won was a Lifetime Achievement Award. Wow. Yeah, Diana yeah. Ross, right. the legend. None of her records ever won a Grammy. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I yeah. can name ten songs off the top of my of head. Of course, yeah, and not all Diana Ross songs. But I can name <laughs> ten songs <laughs> right. off the top of my head. Right? <laughs> Does she need to be nominated for her songs? <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask well, you because it, you you did you you told us and, and you you you've worked on punching up um with, with, with the hosts and now. Yeah. You know, there are no the, the shows are all going hostless. It's crazy. Well, it's this day and age. What's going on? Where, I mean, the host is holding together the show. Like yeah. I'll be doing throughout the years with the homeless thing. <laughs> yeah. The host, you got to have a strong. And to go, I thought Gervais was brilliant. It was. Fantastic. I thought it was just brilliant. You know, everybody in life says, "Well, hey, you're a comic. Don't punch down." Yeah. He was not punching down there. He's pretty much punching up yeah. to that audience. And if that audience, you know, they take them. Look, you already won an award in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing what you're doing. Now you're winning an award for winning an award. 
loosen up a little. You know what happened? And like that night, as we were yeah. watching the awards, and it was first off, it was brilliant. His stuff has been brilliant at those award shows to, for the for the years. But you like when you saw Leo DiCaprio laugh at the joke at his expense. Yeah, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I was arguing with somebody. He said, "Well, you can't laugh." In the audience, because, you know, if someone sees you laugh, it might hurt your career. You can't hurt their careers. They're there to win. <laughs> right. They already have major. You're going to really hurt Tom Hanks. Right. You take a soccer ball away. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Uh, laugh. Laugh. It's, you're, yeah. you're, you're a comic. And, and I'm arguing with this uh, comic recently. He goes, well, he's part of that that." that you Machine, know, but he's not because yeah. everything Ricky does, he does on his own. He creates his own projects. You know, he 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 structures his career off of my career. That because I do <laughs> all my own projects. You are you are an inspiration. I, to, yeah. I am an inspiration to Ricky. Ricky <laughs> said, "You know what? If Voss can do it, I can do it." <laughs> you know, he created extras. He created right. Afterlife. His movies. He creates his own Brilliant. things. So he doesn't. You know, I guess obviously he needs Hollywood to. To play it or put it up, but he's his own creator. When you're, yeah. when you're your own boss, like when we made uh, our documentary, you know, like five years ago, Women Aren't Funny, everybody's going, Which oh, I saw, and yeah, it's great. Then. People yeah. go, oh, don't do that. It's dumb. It's done. But it, it, it did well because we, and we didn't have anybody telling us you can't do this or can't do that. We made our own decisions. So when it started, started to do well and you got a good reaction to it, did, did, did you get anybody? calling you or or what does it take to start to get the kind of buzz that gets people calling you for projects maybe a hotel room in aspen (laughs) i don't know Uh, (laughs) you gotta have the right guy pleasuring himself (laughs) you know we're supposed like my wife has tons of heat right now one she's brilliant yeah brilliant uh, she's a writer, director, comic. She's on a five, uh, three or four page article in New York Times. Just sold a TV uh, show. You know the the pilot. She's writing the script, directing it. Wow. She's on fire. So I'm thinking, I can live Easy Street maybe <laughs> for a couple. Of, like our health insurance was twenty four thousand dollars a year insurance. Twenty four thousand. Wow. Like if I got a hangnail, I went for an MRI just to get my. <laughs> now she's getting health insurance through. Sag and AFTRA. Uh-huh. It went from twenty four thousand dollars a year to seventeen hundred a year. Yeah. Like it's how how does that possibly how are they yeah. charging you twenty four thousand? You know what I mean? So she's getting a lot of stuff which she well deserves. You know, yeah, uh, and and I don't know where I'm going with this or why I started it. Why oh, just creating your own project, right? Well, you, yeah. take we talked to so Kevin Smith is a, is a friend yeah. of the show. And here's a guy who's so throughout his whole career when he was super hot, um, here he is, he's controlling everything. He's got he's hit a level that he's he's loving. He's he's he operates outside of everything and can dip his toe into it, but doesn't have to yeah. be beholding to it. And the guy is just as as happy as he's ever been. I I, I love that his movie Chasing Amy. I don't know why I like yeah, it so it's much. Great. Yeah. Okay, you're up. No, I'm up. No, I was going to ask you about you and your wife uh, working together. Do you guys help each other out as far as punching things up for one another? Or uh, once in a while, she's writing now for the I have the Spirit Awards, whatever film awards. I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. Is it Spirit, I think it's the Spirit Awards. Yeah. Spirit yeah. Awards, and you know she's writing for that. If I have an idea, but not really when it comes, you know, uh, maybe she'll see a joke and. 
the way she'll help me is don't do it. Uh, <laughs> if you get a laugh out of her, back to hurt you. <laughs> you know? If she doesn't laugh at something you wrote, is that is that automatically a death nail in the no, joke? No, no, no. We don't sit there and laugh at each other. We yeah. go, oh, that's good or that's bad. But yeah. she writes nonstop. That's all she does is sit and write all day long. Either uh, she's writing a treatment, yeah. or a movie, or. You know, she's got so many things in the fire and so many, you know, we have this one show that I know we're going to sell and she got this other one and it's all her brains. It's all, you know, wow. it's like our machine. I'm on the road doing clubs and doing, doing the, the grunt yeah, work. But, yeah. You know, Rich, bought- what's, what's this uh, show I saw here? Radio Gods. It's oh, no, no, it's not, not going to happen. I know. I was just a partner. I don't know anything. Oh, about okay. It. All right. I was just, I, I filmed uh, the guy though. I don't know how he got prevent, uh, Paul Provenza and Rick Overton in it. Uh, Fugel Sang got all these. Uh, John I don't know what Fugel he's doing. Sang. <laughs> What's his name? John Fugel yeah. Sang. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but, you know, Paul Provenza is a pretty good actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is Rick Overton. Yeah. Uh, I just had a small part in it. Okay. Uh, I played it. I don't know anything about it. I, I thought you were asking about when I saw Hamilton, my new CD on iTunes, uh, <laughs> which won know. an award from. A, not, oh, yeah, I yeah. saw it won an award. I'm not familiar with the organization that gave it was, the award. Uh, it was it was called uh, Bonnie McFarland's uh, best CD <laughs> in, in, in in our house this year award. Right. No, right. Uh, the reviews the, are really good for it though. The last, thank you. The last yeah. two years, the last two CDs. I had won an award on this. It's a pretty big comedy website called the Intero Bang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it won best album. My last two albums won best album there. But I said to my wife, I go, you know, those awards, they're basically pop popularity awards. And my wife said, that's what's more amazing that you want to a popular. <laughs> 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 that's, that's ten times more amazing than winning a comedy. <laughs> that's the real question. <laughs> yeah, how do you win that? We just bought a house too. Uh, Did you? We went from a townhouse to a house with an acre of property. Nice. When you watch like a, a movie or a TV show and you ever see where the spouse moves out on their yeah. spouse and it's all empty in one day, right. impossible. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> it, took, it took eight hours just to do my medicine cabinet, right? You're going to get the whole house. So our house, you know, it's a long backyard. Yeah, and acres a nice big plot. Yeah, man. it's a big, the front yeah. and backyard. And yeah. the back, back, the house behind us, a long backyard. And the third house behind us. So we looked at backyards. Well, the third house behind us, a week after we moved in, they're they're uh, excavating, excavating, yeah. excavating, excavating, excavating yeah. the whole prop. They're building a hundred ninety unit townhouse. Oh, oh man. my god! Two things away. You would think my real estate agent would have known that uh, and told they, us. They right? probably did and didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. Man. You know, thank God it's the winter and we only got a couple mice that ran. <laughs> yeah. But if it was the summer, yeah. you'd be inundated. We we we'd have, you know, yeah. crazy. So you you have an acre. Are you going to put a putting green on it? Uh, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a a, a a green where I could chip chipping yeah okay from, chipping area yeah for from sure. one side I'm gonna put my archery back there I'm gonna put uh, what else uh, I'm gonna get one of those a sheds. zip line a shed <laughs> a zip line I'm gonna get bungee jumping <laughs> <laughs> gonna, uh, no I'm gonna put I'm gonna it's gonna be a nice little once you gonna, have it you gotta use yeah it, I'm not yeah. gonna pay like those punting greens are a lot of money are if I find somebody so. that will sponsor and give me one I'll plug them on my podcast well maybe yeah. the money you make off of the, the the camp out for hosting the camp out for hunger I, do, I, I, I do that for Dunkin Donuts cards <laughs> and I do it for the cause yeah, yeah you yeah. know how it's Whatever I see, these restaurants or people or food that all the food that's wasted in yeah. this country, and you know that 
people could eat. No yeah. one should ha- not be able to eat. Like even me. If you can't eat now, then you steal tuna to take <laughs> to the hotel. Yeah. You, take you steal a sandwich. <laughs> so you can have a sandwich exactly. when you're playing golf. Yeah. But, you know, I'll tell you who I feel horrible for. You know, the people from Honduras, they grow up with nothing. Yeah. You're, you know, pure poverty. Right. No schooling hardly, no medicine. And they finally walk all the way to this country and get tear gassed. I mean, it's. I mean, on the bright side, look look how many steps they got in. I mean, if, if they all if they all had Fitbits, right. what I'm saying, I don't know if that could get you in trouble that bit. But I'm pro. No, no, no. I'm pro anybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm pro anybody with a with cause. a fit. Pro anybody with a cause. <laughs> Yesterday, when I stopped in, this is true. I stopped in the store to get my lottery tickets. Yeah, and you know, a gas station, and the guy. As he's counting them, he's licking his fingers. And, and I said to him, I go, can you please not lick your fingers and put it on my tickets? He goes, well, they're not yours. You haven't paid for them yet. So it's a good point. But what if I wanted pizza? You know? <laughs> but he's licking it. He goes, and he goes, well, they're not yours. You haven't paid for them. Wow. Don't you ever see somebody count your yes. money? Yes. Yeah. Don't do that. it. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, live you and let what, live. You see what's going on in, in China now with the with the the virus, coronavirus, sh- shutting oh. down major cities and uh, the Great Wall and all this stuff. They, they this <laughs> not this so is great huge, after all. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? I heard about this that yeah. if yeah. you get it, you're, it's like the it's Dustin not, Hoffman type stuff it's, movie. It's not to that level, no. but it's bad. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. it from? From but they say from snake meat and things of that nature, or that yeah. stuff that they eat that's a little bit more exotic. Well, you said it was bat soup, bat soup and snake. No. Meat. Yeah, <laughs> are people are serious. Yeah. Yes. No way, we're not kidding. Someone's eating bat soup. <laughs> Casey is right. There's a picture of a girl there with. <laughs> well, there's a little ting of mosquito in my soup. <laughs> there's a. Ba- <laughs> we call those croutons, yes, sir. <laughs> no, he's right. Bad soup and snakes. Nothing can scare me more than we have an attic in our place. But it's a bug that yeah. you walk in and I won't go up there. Because no. of the bats. Every, every room I walk in now, I used to have a townhouse. Every room I walk in, I look up the ceiling first to see if there's a bat hanging. <laughs> Scared to death. So you have a you have a legit paranoia of, uh, of bats. I don't blame you. Rats, bats, yeah. you know. Uh, They're for like, eating. Can you imagine, like, I, I'm scared of pit bulls and rats. Can you imagine a pit bull running at you with a rat on his back <laughs> going like that? <laughs> coming at you, like, riding it. Rich's yeah. ultimate nightmare. Yeah, oh I'm scared God. of all that. Snakes, not as much. Because they're easier to get away from. I think okay. so. You know, I mean, a little bit. I jumped off a golf cart. We were headed towards a snake. <laughs> I don't know why we were playing. And the guy goes, he's driving towards a snake. And I jumped. Why did I jump off? It's not. But snakes can fly at you. They can leap. <laughs> well, did Col- you know that? that? No, I did not know that. You look it up. Okay. I mean, not that they are. You don't see flying snakes that much, but they no. can. Maybe there's there's a certain variety that can. Huh? Flying snakes? No, they can leap. They can leap like a cobra. No. Yes. A lot strikes. of them will leap, leap into soups in China. Yes. <laughs> and then you have an epidemic. Uh, yeah. that's, that's, it always starts. It always it starts somewhere else. Well, listen, unfortunately, we got to finish right now. Well, but, thank you. Uh, Rich is in town to perform at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow night. Two shows each night, 7.30 and 10 p.m. weekend. Can attest he is awesome live. We've seen Hilarious. him many times. So make sure that you get your tickets and head out and see Rich. They're available at heliumcomedy.com. It is well, great to see you, sir. Thanks for having me. I love coming in. This thanks was for great. Being here. He got it, man. All Rich right. Voss, yeah! here for everybody. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Make sure you stay with us. 
93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Huxley. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com, keyword local shots. Huxley, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A little uh, quick charity plug, a butt plug, if you will. Uh, the Lehigh Valley Winter Classic hockey game is coming up this weekend, Saturday, actually. Uh-huh. And uh, there's going to be some uh, Flyers representation. Bill Clement will be there. I think he's been there the past several years. Kerry Frazier, longtime uh, ref, uh, NHL ref. I remember watching him when I was a kid. Didn't wear a helmet. No, you're right. Yeah, he will be there as well. And uh, Todd Fedorik's going to be there. Huh. Uh, it's uh, all weather, Preston, so it's not going to be great outside tomorrow, but uh, the rink yeah. is covered, and they're going to do it no matter what. The event is on. And you know what I don't have is the actual charity uh, that it uh, benefits. Special needs hockey teams. Okay, so, very uh, good. So there's going to be, I think, 17 teams represented, and uh, these guys take it seriously. Steve, you and I went to a charity hockey tournament years ago. It was, it was a brawl. It was great. <laughs> they get into it. It was awesome. So if you're a hockey fan, uh, all the information's up on PrestonandSteve.com. This is in Bethlehem at the Bethlehem Municipal uh, Ice Rink, so yeah, the weather, not so great tomorrow, but all-weather event, they're they're going to do it, no matter what. So uh, get out and support it if you can, if you happen to be in that area. It'd be cool. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas. JFBB is open for a winter full of snow and funding. Say big when you purchase lift tickets in advance at JFBB.com. JFBB, where the snow comes first. All right, cautionary tale here on both sides. Number one, vandalism is bad. Number two, you never know when that person's going to freak out if you vandalize them. Yeah. And number two, if you get vandalized, maybe you shouldn't freak out this bad. A 42-year-old Southern California man who intentionally rammed his car into another vehicle with six teenage boys inside on Sunday, killing three of them, was chasing them. And this, I guess vandalism wouldn't be really the right word. It's just uh, a pranking because they had played a prank on him. They did ding-dong ditch, and the dude ran him down. Ding-dong ditch, and so he decided the best thing to do would be to kill him. The Well, I don't know if that was his intention, but the teens were killed when their, their car had uh, hit a tree. So, uh... Anurag Chandra has been charged with three counts of murder and three counts of attempted murder. Jesus. The teens were having a sleepover when they dared one of them to play ding-dong ditch at a house, and they drove less than a mile away to a nearby house, I guess just randomly, rang the bell of what turned out to be this guy's house. He ran back to the car, uh, then allegedly got into his own car and began chasing them, ramming them until he they crashed into a tree, and three of them were killed. That's wow, terrible, absolutely it's effed up, horrible. Yes. Uh, other things. How about this? Uh, you never know what's buried beneath highways. Researchers from the William and Mary Center for Archaeological Research say they found a glass bottle during an archaeological dig on a Virginia highway medium that is believed to be a Civil War era. Witch bottle. A witch bottle? Yeah, which is designed to ward off evil spirits. Experts say that people who feared they were under the influence of dark magic would bury a nail-filled bottle under their hearth, 
with the intention of the heat from the hearth energizing the nails to break a magic spell. So hearth heat helps repel witches? That's There you go, Steve. The jug is now believed to be one of less than a dozen witch bottles ever discovered in the United States. The scientists first thought that the bottle was just used to hold nails and only recently came to the conclusion that it was a witch bottle. So was the plan to keep the witches off the highway? Uh, maybe. Maybe they had a, you know... Yeah. A long-term goal for this whole thing. They had a high-occupancy lane and a no-witch lane. <laughs> we have them to thank for the lack of witches on our highway system these days. Uh, nobody actually likes paying for parking, but this is an extreme reaction. Uh, Monesen Police in Pennsylvania, or Monesen, I guess is how you say that town, say more than 60 parking meters parking meters have been damaged since before Thanksgiving. Six were even found without meter heads. Mm. And they've charged Randy Kimmel Jr. and Samantha Walters with causing $13,000 in damages. Police say one of them worked on drilling out the locks and uh, swiping the coins, while the other acted as a lookout. And the two also uh, took out parking meters in two other nearby communities. So they were still... Someone's coming. Maybe they just didn't they didn't like the fact you had to pay for parking. Well, now, know. more and more people, the, the things are all, even the old meters have the stickers on them telling you what parking app to use. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're going away. Uh, how about this, uh, Steve? This is for you. Aussies are being warned of spider showers. Yeah. Oh, my God. With wet weather encouraging what? an influx influx of deadly funnel-web spiders to move into homes. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> spider experts say the mix of hot days followed by rain provides perfect conditions for... Or funnel webs to thrive. <laughs> and they're super deadly, so yeah. And let me guess, they're on fire as they come in to kill you. The reason funnel web spiders are more likely to move around in rain is that it's cooler and the humidity is higher. There are 40 types of funnel web spiders in Australia. Of course there are 40. The <laughs> Sydney funnel web is the country's most deadly arachnid. Uh, the and ma- they can drive. The male funnel web spiders are six times more deadly than females and often infiltrate homes close to bushlands where the spiders live. Uh, they're most likely to be spotted in damp places like the laundry, garage, or inside shoes. Oh, God. yeah, well, yeah. Well, homeowners can deter funnel webs by simply moving keeping... out of Australia. <laughs> no, keeping their grass short and yards free of clutter. But Steve, this is good though. Due to the success of the anti-venom program, there hasn't been a single death caused by a funnel web spider since the 1980s. Oh, happy day when the anti-venom was released to hospitals. They really like to sleep between the teeth of great white sharks, Preston. Oh, that's where they uh, yeah, rest. Yeah. yeah. A father who shot himself in the leg at an elementary school Friday could face charges for not having a permit to carry a gun. Uh, the man fired his handgun at about 3 p.m. at Three Fires Elementary School. I haven't shot my leg in a long time. Uh, the man was waiting for his child in the school's pickup spot when he started adjusting his gun inside the vehicle, and it my went God. off. Uh, he did not have a concealed pistol license. State law states a pistol in a vehicle operated uh, or occupied by a person without a valid permit is a felony punishable by up to five years in prison, a maximum $2,500 fine. Thank God he has a kid. The father suffered injuries to his hand and leg that are not life-threatening and was transported to the hospital for treatment. This was an ambitious undertaking. Police in Oklahoma were called to a DMV office in December after two thieves attempted to use a forklift to get into a back door in order to access the safe. After that, they used a cherry picker from a connecting business to drag the safe out of the building right. and onto a truck. A few days later, the safe was found on the side of the road, broken into and emptied out. Uh, police eventually caught up with the truck and arrested one of the perpetrators. Later, they realized the man they had already had in custody was involved in the theft. 
and have been wearing an ankle monitor during the time of the theft. <laughs> God. Dear God, these stupid people. The information. How did they find us? From that monitor showed the man was at the location of the t- of the crime. At the time, the correct date, and everything. Both men are awaiting their charges. Wow. All right, then we'll do one more story. Uh, let's end with this one. Wearing pajamas outside is of, not of the home, yes, is considered <laughs> uncivilized behavior. In the in Shouzhou, China, and government uh, officials have decided to shame people doing that by using facial recognition and posting their personal information oh. online. So they're they're so opposed to it, they're going to shame them publicly for wearing pajamas outside? Earlier this week, the Urban Management Department published the surveillance photos of seven residents wearing pajamas wow. along yes. with their names. I love it. Another identifying information on the Chinese messaging, Chinese messaging app WeChat writing, uncivilized behavior refers to when people behave and act in ways that violate public order because they lack public morals. <laughs> Many people wear their pajamas outside. Yeah, that this is a small problem and not a big deal. Others believe public places are truly public. Yeah, where there is no blame, no supervision, and no public pressure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but but usual Chinese relaxed wear sort of looks like pajamas to begin with. Yeah, right? They said uh, this has brought about a kind of complacent, undisciplined mindset. Well, the post has since been deleted in the wake of nationwide ire, and government officials have apologized. Saying, Don't apologize. Saying we wanted to put an end to uncivilized behavior, but of course we should protect residents' privacy. In the future, they said they will blur people's images. They're going to continue to harp on them. <laughs> the Chinese are all about protecting people's privacy. <laughs> all right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file this I have, morning. I have a friend who has just as much of a problem as I do with like pajama pants out in public as yoga pants out in public. Like really? he thinks if you're not going to yoga. Put something else on, really? and he's like gets angry about it. And every every time I see him, if I have yoga pants on, like I saw him in a parking lot, he yelled across the parking lot at <laughs> he, Giant. He yells at you. Yeah, he's like, "You going to yoga, yoga in those pants? Put your clothes on." <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. So everybody's got their standards. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's take a break and let's give away this last fifty dollars gift certificate to Lee's Hoagie's House, Hoagie House. Um, Thanks to Josh Waxman from the Lee's Hoagie House of uh, Temple University and 11th and Locust for uh, the great food that he brought by this morning. Everybody's been partaking upon that. Nice guy. Caller number uh, 16, you get the gift certificate. So 215-263-WMMR. Make sure you check out his stores for great specials, including one for the big game. Order a party tray for the big game at one of Josh's two locations and get a free $20 Lee's gift card. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back in a moment, we'll test your knowledge of today's program with a lesson question. We have trash and music news up as well, so stay down. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Annabelle. Annabelle's on board. <laughs> you know, you uh, Preston, to that point, sometimes like I, there have been songs that I, for years, 
had no idea was were covers. Yeah. And then you found oh, oh, really? Well, yeah, yesterday, remember, yeah, Sammy, Hager, yeah. Sammy Hagar, uh, I've done everything for you. The majority of people just know that from Rick Springfield. But yeah. Sammy wrote that song, performed that song, and uh, Rick had a bigger hit with it. But yeah. It was definitely more prevalent back in the 1950s and 60s where yes. people shared a lot of hits. And right. A lot of that happened in Motown, too. A tremendous amount. People like Carole King would write for other artists. You yeah. know, half her song library was made famous by other people. Exactly. Neil Diamond, right? It's his birthday it's today. It's his birthday yeah. today. Yeah. He wrote a lot of great songs for a lot of great artists and had a lot of hits himself. You know, wrote so. a song about E.T. That's <laughs> me. Turn on your heart light. <laughs> A high point of the Lou Diamond uh, anthology. Lou Diamond. <laughs> Lou, Lou Diamond. Di- God damn it! I can't think Wait. straight. <laughs> to save my life, Lou Diamond Phillips. We Ladies and gentlemen, Lou Diamond Phillips. <sighs> <laughs> it's the Nyquil. Wait a second. <laughs> That's wrong. That's got to be wrong. No. He's just Neil standing Diamond. up on the stage like <laughs> what? I don't what? know how to play the guitar, guys. Why am I here? <laughs> Uh, he starts doing a soliloquy I'm, from I'm stand I'm going to go get in the plane now. That'll be safe, right? If I... <laughs> it's from La Bamba. Right. <laughs> I think he was in a movie called... Because we had him on, what, this week or last week? Lou Diamond Phillips? He was uh, in a movie called Diamond in the Rough. Yeah. Uh, that was about him. And it's on YouTube. And I watched half of it. It's it's a short film. It's like 12 or 13 minutes, but it's a, it's this murder mystery that surrounds Lou Diamond Phillips, but he plays himself in it. No, he doesn't. Neil Diamond plays <laughs> him. <in that. laughs> What's this I guy doing here? I am I cried. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. You all know Lou Diamond Phillips. It's Neil Diamond's birthday. That's okay? rude. Yeah. It's 79. Neil birthday. Diamond Phillips. Neil Diamond Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, whatever, man. I don't, yeah, I don't feel fine. good. Come on. <laughs> Uh, lesson question? Yeah. All right, we're going to do that. Do and, that uh, hey, look it's over there. Neil it's Diamond <laughs> Take me to Neil Diamond Phillips. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as Preston and Steve present True TV's Impractical Jokers Tour, uh, which is going to be Friday, August 14th at The Man. And the question we go for this morning is, what part of people's legs do I really love? <laughs> I usually notice them. 215-263-WMMR. I didn't say MMR. What part of people's legs does uh, does Preston really love? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to... WMM... All right, let's do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Godshalls. Keep that New Year's resolution with bacon when you make Godshalls turkey bacon part of your healthy plan. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, former track Olympian Usain Bolt and his girlfriend Cassie Bennett announcing they are expecting. Amazingly, Bolt is so fast, he had already furnished the nursery before the impregnating sperm left his penis. <laughs> oh, my God. And Gwyneth Paltrow saying she was absolutely stunned by the immediate sellout of her candles called This Smells Like My Vagina. Paltrow says the original plan was for, was to first release bath beads called This Feels As If I'm Sitting in My Own Diarrhea. Hey! <laughs> And finally, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are currently only following one charity account on Instagram and will change it up from month to month. In addition, Harry and Meghan will only visit one website a month, and this month, it's dogfart.com. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood friend. Wow. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. It's not a dog farting, by the way. All right, yeah. let's see if we can get an answer. Anything but. To the lesson question, what uh, part of people's <laughs> legs do I really love? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Lauren, see if she knows the answer. Hey there, Lauren. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. Lauren, what uh, what part of people's legs do I really love? Ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Ankles. yeah. Hold on, Lauren. You got yourself some tickets to the uh, True TV and Practical Joker show, the Scoopski Potatoes Tour, starring the Tenderloins, Friday, August 14th. And that's at the man, and tickets are on sale now at WMMR.com for complete details. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. That's all right. So, music is brought to you this morning by Lee's Hoagie House. Make your big game party the best ever with award-winning hoagies and cheesesteaks from Lee's Hoagie House. Lee's can cater your party. No matter things just randomly going just on. Randomly, no, that time I hit it accidentally. No matter the size, find the location closest to you at Lee'sHoagieHouse.com. All right, as the morning has gone on, I've been handed uh, a variety of stories for music news. So I got a few things to get to. Uh, let's start with. This one, uh, Stone Temple Pilot Show in Atlantic City, February 29th in Tropicana, Atlantic City, has been canceled uh, due to a severely herniated disc from uh, Jeff Gutt, the lead singer. Uh, yeah, that's it. Doctors have advised immediate surgery for him, along with several weeks of recovery time and physical therapy. He that sounds ex- bad. He is expected to make a full recovery, and the band hopes to reschedule the acoustic tour later this year, but they're canceling it. Uh, Could Neil Diamond Phillips step in? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Ticket holders can uh, seek refunds at the point of purchase. So, former Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist Josh Klinghoffer has broken his silence on his dismissal from the band in December when it was announced that longtime, return- longtime guitarist John Frusciante was returning to the group for a third tour of duty. In an interview with uh, Mark Maron, uh, Klinghoffer called his firing after 10 years a pretty simple decision for the band, uh, saying it's absolutely John's place to be in that band, so that's why I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's back with them. We have a couple of clips to play, Case. Do we have that? Yeah, uh, they're start? all ready to go. All right, here's uh, the first one. This is him talking about... Uh, when he was told that he wasn't in the band. How did they tell you? Did, did they all sit down with you? Yeah, it was really sweet. I rode my bike over because Flea's uh, living really close to me at the moment. Yeah, they just said, um, you know, we're gonna, we'll get right to it. Uh, we've decided to ask John to come back to the band. And I just sort of sat there quiet for a second, and I said, I'm not surprised, you know. And I, I guess the only thing I could think to say was I wish I could have done something with you guys musically or creatively that would have made this an absolute impossibility but then again that's that's next to impossible wow okay he's taking a very good yeah attitude about it he probably but. always felt like a temporary yeah uh, replacement he knows that they i mean john frusciante is you know uh, super talented awesome. creative yeah. uh, guy here's another clip from him uh talking about being on good terms with the band Flea and i had lunch a couple days after you know, he said, this has never happened before. They've never made a change, a member change, unless there was a tragedy or, or a, um, a a really dark situation or something. Yeah, but, you know, everything is great. So apparently they're still all cool. Uh, he revealed that he had been working on new music for a Red Hot Chili Peppers album, 
uh, which would have been his third with the band since joining in 2010, but none of that material has been recorded, so most likely it'll be scrapped in favor of new songs written with, uh, for Shante. So that's too bad for him. Pearl Jam guitarist Stone Gosser described the band's new single, Dance of the Clairvoyance, as the outer edge of something that we hadn't tried before, huh. a new way of configuring our sort of collaborative talents. But also in the interview, Gossard insisted that the rest of the new album, Gigaton, uh, won't follow the same musical path. Uh, Gossard explained there's definitely some really straight-ahead rock songs. There's some very spare and very simple ballads. It's got it all, I think, and it's really us. We really did it by ourselves. Uh, Gossard also praised Eddie Vedder's work on the LP, uh, getting uh, everything into shape. He said there's there was a pile of songs. And he sort of took it really, really in the last two months, mixed and sort of selected the tracks. It's uh, really we're going to be uh, special. And he did such a great job in bringing everybody's personalities out. It really captures, I think, the spirit of the band. Uh, Gigaton will arrive on March 20th. March 27th, by the way. My brother texted me last night, and he heard the single for the first time when we played it the other day, and he said, Steve, that uh, you simultaneously made it better and ruined it for the rest of his life. With the, with the, yeah, uh, with the, the growling. growling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. like, it really does add something to it. It, it sort of does. But it also ruins it. Kirk you Ham- just think of that guy in Australia, yeah. now a member of, uh, of the band. Kirk Hammett has expressed his disappointment over the fact that uh, Motorhead and Thin Lizzy were both overlooked this year for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, both outfits have been eligible for years and were on the ballot for the class of 2020 but failed to receive enough votes. Speaking on the Let It Be Talk podcast, Hammett said, I really think that when things like that happen, it might be a general thing where maybe just some of the older people just don't get it. You know, they don't effing get it. They don't see the range of influence and the impact and the inspiration that certain brands have. What the f- and he goes on to say how Finn Lizzy was extremely uh, influential of him and many of his peers. Yeah. Uh, also, the highly influential metal act uh, Judas Priest was passed over this year, while other eligible and noteworthy acts in the genre like Iron Maiden and the Scorpions have yet to even be nominated. It also took Kiss, Deep Purple, and Rush years to get inducted. Uh, Metallica itself was inducted in 2009. They got on board in their first year of eligibility. Uh, let's see here. All right, and then one more thing. Uh, this was from Casey. Fish is going to be uh, stopping in town. They're going to be in Atlantic City, and they are playing three shows on the beach. Hey! <laughs> I hit the wrong button, but whatever. <laughs> I like the first button. I <laughs> it was an incredible <laughs> symphony of... Sounds. Uh, this is great because I haven't seen them in a little while. So, uh, you know, the fact that they're they're touring oh, again is when, just so when did last them? year, three days uh, in a row. I saw them uh, December 29th. Oh, all right, there Dude, we but go. they're playing on the beach, which is crazy. So what 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 do you cap out at? For ticket sales, because the, the beach, it's the freaking beach. Um, uh, it's the coastline. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I'm hearing they're capping out at like maybe like 25,000. There, there's a picture circulating right now of a uh, pink um, concert on the beach, and that was somewhere in the neighborhood of like 40,000, and that looked way too crowded. So I think right. they're going to cap it, um, you know, almost like half. You got to be excited. I'm, dude, super excited. Super excited! Yeah, and you you have you're down at the beach now. You're, they have yes, and so I'm maybe not they that can far stay away. with you. 
I have a few friends that live in in that area and stuff like that. But um, I just I, I it's like my hobby. I I love going and seeing them. You know, it's just what I love to do. Yeah. <laughs> So this is one of two stops in the Northeast on uh, Fish's summer tour. Uh, the first time that Fish performs on a beach in the United States. They've done it elsewhere, I guess, Case? Uh, yeah, well, they do the Riviera Maya uh, every January. And okay. so they perform down there. That's been like a, a spot that not just them, but other uh, bands have been doing. Like, so the big thing now is like these tour these uh um cruises and stuff like yes. that yes and then has fish done a cruise uh that not the cruise but oh. the other thing is uh to go and, and do these shows down um in like cancun riviera right right, right yeah. 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 yeah yep tickets go on sale to the general public friday february 7th at noon so once again that's fish atlantic city on the beach friday august 4th and uh through sunday august 16th so three shows there you go and that's it. That's what I got in music news for you. We have one more break to take. When we come back, letter of the day, word of the week, we will give that away. And Pierre will tell you what he's got coming up next. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. The end of our work week and uh, a Pearl Jam weekend here on MMR. I'm um, sorry. Why do I keep doing that? Second I time know, I ever turned man. your mic on today. It's all right. It's probably better you don't turn it on. I'm uh, sniffling like a mofo. But uh, yeah, Pearl Jam weekend, and obviously you're going to hear uh, the new song and uh, Dance with the Clairvoyant and uh, a bunch of deep Pearl Jam tracks, which is great. So uh, that starts in a little while. What's been the general reaction of people giving you feedback on the on the new Pearl Jam single? I, I think it's I'm, it's sort of split. The yeah, the only reaction. feedback I've gotten is here on yeah. the, on the show when we when we played it the other day, and and uh, yeah, it's. Um, I don't think anyone thinks it's indicative of all the rest of the music you're going to hear on the album. Yeah. I think this is kind of an anomaly. It's growing on me. Me yeah. too. Yeah, the first time I heard it, I it was a little off put, but now I'm um, allowing it to grow, and uh, I'm cur- currently in queue. Uh, as there are a lot of people waiting to buy Pearl Jam tickets, uh, I'm trying to. Go, oh, really? Yeah, trying to go to the Phoenix show. Uh, it's Saturday, April 11th. Uh, but people are also waiting to try to get into Baltimore and Madison Square Garden because there is no Philly show. But you're in the fan club. You should get preferential treatment. There's I, only what, like 100 people. No, well, I don't know how many people are in the fan club, but I am in the fan club, yeah. uh, and I did not get tickets that way. So, Damn. Yeah, I already got shut out there. So yep. uh, people are struggling to get tickets, but whatever. You ever been in a fan club? Ever joined a fan club? Yes. Okay. It was, uh, what was I it? remember. It was a, like a Monsters of Filmland fan club okay. or something. Or some dumb thing. I was um, in the Rush Backstage Club, the the fan club. How much was that? Do you remember? Nah, I joined it when I was junior high, probably. Okay. But Did I, you get any real benefits from it? They would send you a, a newsletter and stuff. It was cool. I got a picture of Frankenstein. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, my aunt was in charge of the uh, Debbie Gibson fan club, so I used to help her read letters Ooh, from the fans. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was in charge of it? So my cousin, who yeah. is a dancer, was uh, Debbie Gibson's was choreography. Singer. I thought back, she was a singer. Back in the day, he was her no, no, she, she was, was a, a dancer. dancer. Jinx, oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> He was her choreographer, and so uh, my aunt also worked for uh, for the family, the company, oh. whatever they had, and so she was in charge of the uh, the fan club and answering letters. Wow, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So, so we, would you respond as Debbie? Uh, you know what? She just like had you know we when we go to her office, like she just had a ton of letters, so we would kind of just read through them. All right. Okay. All right. Well, uh, anyway, we want to thank our guests for being on the show today. Dorothy was on the yeah. program. Dorothy, lead singer of the band, Dorothy, and she has had some uh, serious health issues and attributed it to her breast implants, and there are a lot of women who've had similar 
uh, issues, and she just had them removed like a, like two weeks ago. She stole tender and everything from it, but she wanted to give us a call and kind of put the word out that this type of thing has helped her out. She sounds uh, in a good place. She does, and the fact that they are working on new music is promising, too. So yeah. hopefully we'll get something she said, you know, maybe by this spring, a uh, single and then an album and maybe a tour in the fall, and she definitely wants to come by Philadelphia. So it was cool having her on. Uh, Rich Voss was here. Yeah. Rich Voss is Helium Comedy Club. Uh, tonight, tomorrow, 7.30, 10 p.m. You can go to heliumcomedy.com and get tickets for that show. Also, thank you to Matt McMillan, the dad who created the baby's Thunderstruck video. It was very, very funny. And uh, some good audio from that. And thank you to Lee's Hoagie House for feeding us, us this morning. Go to leeshoagiehouse.com. Uh, to order the uh, catering for your big game party coming up soon. Good stuff. Uh, letter of the day. Casey's going to handle that. You ready? Yeah, buddy. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. I, oh, wow. no. Whoa. Oh, man. cuckoo He made <laughs> Thank you. He made it. He even did the cuckoo for you. The Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. O as in... Oh dear! Oh, oh my dear. God! Right. Oh my balls! And we're gonna take caller <laughs> number. We're gonna take caller number one. What? I never do that. What? What? Caller number one. What? At two one five two six three WMMR. What? What? Let's what? take caller number one what? and see if you know. What? 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 <laughs> what? See if you know the What's word. That? All right. Anyway, how you doing, Pierre? Oh, right when he walked away. Oh. I was throwing up. How you doing, man? Uh, fine, thank you. Excellent. Nice. Fine and dandy. Nice to see you. We yesterday said that the two words that are uh, why you're so uh, lovable and beloved uh, are... Or hated. No. No. <laughs> oh, dear. Describes you in every facet. Oh, uh, dear. Yes, it, it kind of does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear. I'm good. It's nice outside. Is it? Uh, yeah. I mean, as you can tell with our beautiful view, yeah. uh, it's Of real... tarp and metal. Of tarp and metal. That's a good song. It is. I like that. Yeah. I'm singing the same thing. <laughs> of tarp and metal. Uh, it, it's really nice outside. It's sunny. It's Friday. It's good. That All is good. well. You're correct. Uh, so while we're waiting for the caller, what's, uh, what's in store for today's show? First things first. Gator gig tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? What? Geeter, the Geeter tomorrow. Geeter. Oh, Geeter. Geeter gig tomorrow. Okay. The Geeter. Neil Diamond Phillips. You no, know, I thought he was doing Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, I thought I heard Geeter gig. Geeter Where's this going? Well, you know, Pierre is closely associated with his Very much fandom so. of Larry the Cable Guy. Me and Larry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so you go to every show, every every uh, oh, Geeter never review. One. Yeah. He should end the show just by saying, Geeter done, and walk off. <laughs> Geeter done. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You can wrap really it up that way. Uh, Jerry Blavitt on stage. Bam Bam and I are going. Oh, oh nice. he's uh, going to love it. He, uh, he is, uh, he's been texting me all yeah. week. He's Maybe so that's excited he about it. Oh, I'm sure he calls. Well, he calls every one of us. <laughs> yeah. um, he doesn't call me. He ha- he doesn't. He, he's. I think he. I think he's. Um, he's. He's very respectful. Uh, you know. Uh, but he's. Uh, I think he's too busy calling all you guys. So. He. Uh, he's not respectful of anyone else's time, uh, <laughs> or time of work at least, because he he calls people that in the office at two and three in the morning. Uh, he calls um, you guys at like nine or ten or eleven. I said, Jackie, they're going to bed at that time. All right, you can't call them then. Oh, okay. But I I got to call them. 
Um, but it, it, he's coming with me, he and Brittany, and me and Kevin Gunn are going to see um, the Geeter show tomorrow. Oh. Uh, so uh, Disco Inferno and Gary U.S. Bonds, uh, Tramps, Disco Inferno, who else is on? I don't know. I you don't, don't know. have to give a rat's ass Peaches about the music. Herb. Yeah, Peaches yes. and Herb. Peaches and Herb. Five Finger Death herb Punch. Herb. No, not Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, Peaches uh, and Herb. <laughs> herb. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's it's going to be fun, and some tickets remain. So if you want to go to the Kimmel Center tomorrow, you will have a good time. That I can tell you. Excellent. Uh, what's coming up on today's show? Thank you for asking that too. We'll have Easy Money at eleven a.m. and one p.m. and with Jackson at four and six p.m. We'll also have uh, tickets for Nickelback and SDP, and tickets for Jimmy Buffett uh, over in Camden, August sixth, which you announced yesterday. We've got tickets for. Um, no, we don't have tickets for because he's not here anymore. He, uh, but we will play Workforce Block of Warren Zevon. <laughs> so I couldn't have tickets for Warren Zevon. It's the concert you've been waiting for. <laughs> he's been dead for how many years? Yeah. <laughs> Quite a while. Uh, <laughs> Zombies of London. Werewolves of Heaven. Uh, I'd have to book you a really interesting flight to get you there, but... I don't know. Uh, there was something sad about it. <laughs> Warren Zevon's birthday is today, okay. so we're going to do a workforce block of Warren Zevon, <laughs> a workforce block of uh, Tool, and a workforce block of The Who, not the Mongolian Who, the real Who, and uh, they have a brand new album out, and there's some great songs on it. We're going to play a couple songs. Nice. Cool. Love it. All right, we'll see if somebody can... Figure out what the word of the week is. We're going to Kelly. Hi there, Kelly. Hi there. Hi, you're caller number one. Kelly, what is our word of the week? Ango. A-N-G-O. That is incorrect. No. Oh, Sorry, oh, Kelly. Man. Wow. She took Monday off for Martin Luther King Day, didn't she? She did. Yeah, we're going to go to Stephen <laughs> uh, and see if he can get it right. Hi, Stephen. Hey, how you doing, Preston? Good. Stephen, do you know the word of the week? Uh, yes, it's Mango, M-A-N-G-O. Yeah. Great Caesar's Ghost! Yeah, Stephen, that's correct. Mango, not Ango. I think the deciding aspect is whether or not you did or did not have respect for the civil rights icon Martin Luther King. Exactly right. All right, since no, I had to work. Uh, Stephen, <laughs> you got it right, and we are going to give you a six-pack of pit tickets for MMRBQ 2020, my man. Woo! He's awesome, Preston. Thank be... you very much, guys. Absolutely. Very cool. Hang on the line. You'll be right down front. May 16th, BB&T Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now. $25 early bird special on lawn tickets. While supplies last, uh, pavilion seats start at just $49.50. Complete details at WMMR.com. Nine bands disturbed. Sublime with Rome. Uh, the party... Uh, the pretty reckless. <laughs> the Neil Diamond the party reckless. reckless. The Lou Diamond party Phillips reckless, reckless <laughs> band. Uh, no. Uh, also, Royal Blood, Puddle of Mud, oh, Crobot, Dirty Honey, The Who, Foxtrot, and The Get Down will all be there. By the way, we were working Monday, so there was a letter, and that's why she was thrown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, I'm going to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Acme, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show, and also brought to you by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first next week on the program. Uh, Let's see. We have A.J. uh, Michalka. 
and Brett Dyer from Schooled. I love that show. The love TV that show. Takes yes. place right here. Right here in the 90s. Uh, we also have Chris Hardwick in our studio. And uh, comedian Bruce Bruce will be in the studio as well. So uh, make sure that you join us. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, gang. We'll see you tomorrow, right? Bye-bye. Or no, we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> the Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. The best part of waking up is to have soy sauce on your nuts. Next message. How could I not call about this guy's birthday right now? I listen to him every day, and it's awesome. Thank you. Preston, happy birthday. Enjoy it tomorrow. Next message. Here's a good shout out to all the women out there who can shoot whiskey. I don't want to be with a girl that has a stupid drink with an umbrella in it. Oh, look at me. I got a little girly drink. Bitch. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.